Hi, this is Thomas from Quest and Chaos. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and joining us on this chaotic adventure. If you want to listen to our other exciting podcasts, such as Swords and Sages, Chaos Agent, Spelljammer, and many more, please visit our website at questsandchaos.com slash podcasts for links to your favorite podcast platform of choice. Now, if you enjoyed this content and want to support us, please consider joining our Patreon for exclusive content, cast interaction, and more at patreon.com slash quests and chaos. Now, enjoy the podcast. Hello there, I'm James Aaron O, Dungeon Master for Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. I am <laughs> the terrors to friends and the never-ending winter that challenge our adventurers as they attempt to put an end to the everlasting rhyme. Hello, I'm Thomas Cook and I play Donovan Chambers III, Gentleman Rogue. I'm out here in Icewind Dale, adventuring for no reason whatsoever in this horrible, frozen wasteland. I'm Alondra Heilman, a.k.a. Lady Bedivere, and I play Elspeth Linkvist, a religious academic-turned-death cleric, leaving my quiet cloister to explore the frozen north in search of my missing adventurer father, and whatever other knowledge I might glean along the way. I'm JP, and I play Azar, the nicest bonebreaker in Tin Towns, a desert native, Azar is perpetually doing what she can to stay warm, but she isn't going to stay inside, however much she may want. Sunlight and life need to be returned to this dark, frozen land, and she's going to do what needs to be done to make that happen. Greetings, I am Narthi Volidath, a triton paladin that is finding herself more comfortable on land than under the sea. All creatures deserve the protection of Persona. And welcome to Rhyme of the Frost Maiden Icewind Dales. Yes, yes, we've got another episode. We've been on a good track record. We have been on when we said we've been on. And, you know, that's all we can ever hope for. Um, before we get into today's game, we got a few announcements. First of all, we got some shout outs to our good friends at Nord Games. Nord Games creates a whole plethora of supplementary material to make your games awesome. They are it's usually uh, system agnostic, but tends to be for used for D&D 5e, but for if any other folks find uses for it, they got you back. They got books, they got decks, they got dice, they got a whole smorgasbord of things. And if you go to nordgamesllc.com forward slash 3.html, that is our affiliate link. You help them out, you help us out. And if you use the coupon code chaotic20, you're going to help yourself out to 20% savings. Also, we've got our good friend, Birds of Paradise, custom dice made by our very own Andrea of the Burbs. They are bird-themed as well as Arizona-themed, and since they have just moved to the sunny state of California, we may see some California-themed dice in the future. So check out birdsofparadise.com and use the code CHAOTIC for 15% off. Our good last good friend of the show, 
is D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond is the official online tool set of Dungeons & Dragons. They make it incredibly easy to find all of the information you need to speed up the game, allow you to do the game without being hampered by the game. They got stats, they got source books, they just released the Strixhaven Curriculum of Chaos and an online format. It's very easy with a bunch of hyperlinks to find what you need. So check out dndbeyond.com. And also, while we're on the track of friends, you friends are helping support us here at Quest and Chaos by watching us here on twitch.tv slash twitch.tv slash quests and chaos or watching any of our VODs on YouTube where you can find us at quests and chaos. You can also support us on the Patreon, patreon.com slash quests and chaos. There you can support a whole manner of shows by sending cars made from the deck of inspiration created by our very own Thomas Cook. Speaking of we got two cards from two of our community. Leslie sending you all an emergency seal, which, you know, um, blocks or holds things. What's the, the, the actual definition of it, Thomas? As in action, break this marble-sized glass sphere to create a one-inch magical barrier, no more than 10 foot by 10 foot. It can be used to seal a door, a tunnel, or enclose an item no larger than three feet in any direction. The AC to hit and damage this seal is 18 and it has 25 hit points. Nice. And we're also getting a bull rush from our own NGC 457. What's a bull rush do? Bull rush is on uh, the newest addition to the deck of inspiration. Uh, use an action to move 30 feet in a straight line through any number of enemies without provoking opportunity attacks. Each enemy moves through, moved through, takes 1d4 points of damage. That's such a cool visual. I love that. The uh, the 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 uh, the boosted version of this in the next deck, the five to nine version, is as a move action. Ooh. Move up to 30 feet. Very cool. That's fun. But yes, you can support all manner of shows, including us. By going on to patreon.com slash quests and chaos. Um, I mentioned earlier about our YouTube. We're dropping a few uh, uh, cardboard and chaos videos in which we play some board games. Me, Thomas, and Tiana had a, had a day, a really easy day yesterday. Instead of editing corporate videos, we, we played some board games. So check it out. There are a couple fun ones. We play a uh, Pandemic Cthulhu as well as Dungeon Mayhem, um, mm -hmm. a very fun bite-sized Dungeons and Dragons game, um, inspired, themed, whatever. But yeah, you check it out. It's going to be dropping soon on the YouTube. Okay, I think that's everything. Does anyone else have anything they need to announce? Okay, um, I guess the only other thing is we are getting into the holidays. So keep an eye out on the Discord um, for our uh, announcements of whether we will be on or off as we begin to move into a more relaxed off state um, for a couple weeks. So check out our Discord. I don't know how to do that, but if you're looking at the chat on Twitch, you will 
find it and probably also in comments or in the description in YouTube. Actually, James, if anybody needs to find any of our social media links or our Discord link, we have a link tree, which is linktr.ee slash quests and chaos. There we go. Linktr.ee slash quests and chaos. Okay. I think we're ready to get into this slaughterhouse, whether it's the Durga or you. Um, we shall find out. In today's episode of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, Icewind Dale. You can try ah. it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, just, uh, no that's appropriate. <laughs> you know what? Go ahead. Try it. Try it. See what happens. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Um, let's see what happened last time. Last time, our heroes, after having dealt with the Shardolin dragon, the main threat of the Duragar that uh, was used to attack Ten Towns. They had a brief meeting with the remaining speakers, those that were still alive after the attack. And they stressed the point that this is not the end of it. They still have to deal with the Duragar themselves. And after some altercations with one speaker, Max Tanner, and a very um, touching conversation between Speaker Trovis and Elspeth, they decided that come the morning, they themselves will storm the Durgar Fortress with a entourage of angry townsfolk as well as some soldiers from throughout 10 towns to storm the fortress after them. They took their rest in the woods after Speaker Maxwell Denaire shown that he may be a bit a bit underboard. But while Azar, Donovan, and Narthi took their rest within the dome, Elspeth returned back to Bryn Shander to speak with one Captain Indra Arlagath. And after a awkward flirtation, uh, <laughs> The um, they consummated their feelings for one another <laughs> by uh, spending an evening in the arms of each other in bed. <laughs> Morning came. <laughs> I'm just giggling at Thomas for the podcast. Thomas did this thing where he put his like full palms out and was like clapping but only with the points of his fingers and it was quite funny 
Uh, we all wanted our ship to happen, and it happened. We did. Yeah, only took like twenty-five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> only <fine>. twenty-five. <laughs> Couldn't go much longer, but we got there. And speaking of getting there, they went back to the Duragar Fortress. They found the secret entrance <laughs> again due to the help of Daryl, the Mykonid. They went inside. They saw two guards standing at the door. They beat the crap out of said guards. They reintroduced sexy Duragar Narthi into our lives by... By... Uh, <laughs> by... Words. Disguising Narthi as a sexy Duragar. The disguise took some time, but then they just busted into the forge and used that surprise to one, take out the Dragon Heart Forge. That was the uh, key to the operation and began the fight. Few rounds in, Zardarak, the leader of the Sunblight clan of the Duragar, showed up with an entourage of Quagots. And that is where we find ourselves in this large 50 by 100 foot forge, four tower, guard towers at each corner. The forge, before creating immense amount of heat, which is still uh, maintaining that residual warmth however it is slowly dropping the stone carrying or holding in only so much as doors begin to fling open and the warnings from one derg are often one of the towers begins to be heard throughout the fortress we have let's see we have zardarak currently dealing with one of the uh, bag of gray tricks animals that Donovan threw is dealing with an elk. Meanwhile, another one, Bucky, the badger, is moving its way there. Elspeth is invisible in the center of all of this uh, mayhem. Donovan, slightly further behind after having just gotten a good shot off at Zardarak. And Narthi and Azar are on a top the building platform in which the Charlin dragon was made. Narthi providing a fog cover due to her innate paladin abilities, but they themselves are surrounded by four Quagots and two Durgar, both of which are enlarged, as is one of the Quagots. There's a Durgar on the far end who's yelling, and there are a trio of Durgar that are by the forge after Donovan had given them the slip, as well as one Duragar that is currently walking towards Donovan and Azar and company. Yes. And remind me, James, we also heard, I think when we ended, we heard more footsteps approaching, correct? Yes, there are more <laughs> footsteps on the way as it reverberates through the stone halls. Um, leading into the central portion of this fortress, the forge. <clears throat> so, we stopped at the top of the order with good old propylene Bucky, the small badger coming through. And as your last order to him, Donovan, Bucky is making his way to Killer the Elk. And makes his way up and is just 
not attacking, but pulling at the pant leg <laughs> of Zardarak, helping out Killer in the process. And as Zardarak looks down at Bucky, and as he holds this massive giant elk in his hands, as you have ordered this elk to charge him, he looks over just a bit and looks straight in the eyes of Killer, the elk. And he just points over at you, Donovan. And he just says, charge. And I'd like you to make a wisdom saving throw for the elk. Doesn't it have to understand the language? And I do believe elks know, or giant elks know quite a few languages. Let's see. Um, I need to pull up the elk because I closed the tab. Let's see. Understands common, elvish, and sylvan. It's a good question. What do you think it spoke it in? (laughs) Well, since you did issue the uh, order in common, you do hear coming out through Zardarak's mouth in common charge. But does he have an accent? (laughs) (laughs) So maybe it heard schlarge. And so it does it. (laughs) Yeah, you, oh wait, do you understand Dorvish? No, you don't. I do. Everyone else does except Yeah, his Dorvish is very brusque and um, (laughs) prominent. His common is like, charge. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm going to be ready to take a photo in case this is really good or really bad. It's going to be great. They will talk him common. 17. Ooh. 17. Okay. Don't you, don't we still have something on you too? Like a plus 4 for saving throws right now? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I did a little I did blessed. a little blessed oh. moment. But that's I it's with the elk. Not, oh, it's not the elk. Elves, gotcha. So. I thought yeah. it was, gotcha. Well, well, well then. With that 17, Zardarak looks in and Killer, the giant elk, just continues to shove through his charge against Zardarak and continues to push. And there's a bit of a grimace on his face that is hidden beneath his very long, sooty beard. That Good takes us to, well, that was not as cool as I would hope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next up is Azar followed by Narthi. Uh, so <laughs> I look up at Narthi and it's like, uh, I think we should go that way. Uh, just, just like sort of hold a hands like, come with me. Um. All right, and then we'll it'll right. hit three. Yeah, grab it's like scoop you up oh. in a full superman carry. Um, action to disengage, and then I'll fly 45 feet across the forge over past Zardarok. Oh, okay. 
This is exactly like Jasmine and Aladdin, where he says, "Do you trust me?" And then Dorothy goes, <laughs> "Yes." And then oh, and then they get flying and then literally fly off in a flying carpet. So Dorothy, Dorothy will do exactly what Jasmine does to Aladdin and go, "Oh," and then like wrap her her arms around his arm. And as you jettison up and over, you make your way towards Zardarak and um. I would say you essentially land pretty close in between Elspeth and Donovan, yeah. not knowing that Elspeth yeah. is. If it's 50 by 100, I should be on the other side of him. I want to put him between us and all the other guys. Oh, so, so the on the long end, where the platform was more um, on like the back third. So he's on the side where the door that we came in was? Uh, so y'all were at the door and the forge was right around there. Platform a little bit further down and then Zardarak is on the far end. Of the room. Yeah, it's I thought... 50 feet wide, 100 long, sorry. Yeah, so we came in on, on one end, right? Yeah. One end, the Dragonheart part was, and then wasn't the um, platform on the far end of that? Well, 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 I did say that. Because that's how I drew it out when I did the diagram I sent you. That is true. This is what happens when you try to play theater of the mind. Sometimes you forget what you said and you do something (laughs) different. Theater theater of the demented mind. It's in the Discord. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In that case, yes. We'll play it loose. We'll play it loose. I'm cool with it. Um, so you're going to f- go on to the other side of Zardarak? Yeah, 45 feet away from where we are because doors okay. aren't fast. So um, at least have to spend some time getting back to us. So- I'm just confirming this is our gig right now. Is this what we're going to go in with? Yeah, let's 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 go with something like that. Yeah. 50 by 100, watch ours each corner. I will okay. say, for the sake of adjudicating, not that I don't want you to be able to do the cool thing, when I was trying to get to Zardarak, starting from the same point that you guys were at, he was 50 feet away from me. So I was only able to run 30 feet. And then I was, I'm waiting to see if he comes by me to touch him or if I have to do it on my next turn. So technically from Has my starting point, system, no, that's why I haven't set off my spell. Cause I'm holding an action mm. to. All right. So then we'll be right next to him. Then. So you'd be right next to him. Okay. That's fine. Cool. We'll go with that. And my protective fog just disappears. Donovan had already left the fog. No, yeah, Donovan, Donovan ran into the fog. fog. Oh, I know you. He dug, you He shot the again. arrow and ran into the fog. And it ran into a quagga. Yeah. <laughs> right. I thought you hadn't run back in. Uh, oh, it's, well. It, it's cool. You oh, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might be fine. <laughs> What's going on? So with the pure surprise of you literally just jettisoning out with spectral dragon wings and the fog adding to it, the nearby Quagoths and Duragar are completely taken by surprise and don't reach out in time to actually attack you. But you land close to Zardarak right next to Killer the Elk and the other two Quagoth Thonauts. But then... Being with Narthi, just fog covers the area. And Donovan, that fog that surrounded you just leaves 
and you look right behind you, and there are six enemies that just. <laughs> Okay, so that was your you action and your movement. Do you have any bonus action you'd like? To uh, that's action movement and bonus action. Mm. Okay. Cool, cool. That's how I can get 45 feet carrying somebody. Ah, I see. Uh. Right. You land in the fog. A cloud just right in front of you, Elspeth. All of a sudden, your vision is just obscured as this fog cloud lands right on top of you. Meanwhile, it is Killer's turn. Followed by the Quaggots. Does Narthy get a turn, or does it technically... Oh, sorry, yeah. thank you. Narthy. Narthy I was Narthy. just making sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she's just so... So now she has love goggles for Azar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, are we literally within five feet of Zatarak and... Bucky, what's that? Uh, yeah, it's getting a little crowded around there, um, but you can, because of your fog and you can see, basically, Killer is being held in the arms of Zardarak as Bucky is, like, grabbing onto his pant leg. And then there's two Quagga Thonauts that are right there. And you do not see an Elspeth. But she's in business. Uh, so after kind of landing... Uh, Scarlet Witch style. She'll uh, <laughs> yes. she'll look up and see Zadarak right in front, um, and then remembering why they're here in the first place because of her brother. She's going to uh, manifest her trident and then take a wrathful smite added attack on uh, Zadarak right in front as the uh, the trident will start glowing. Okay, uh, and that's going to be a twenty-two to hit. Ooh, 22 hits. Nice. And then I'm going to... Can I take two attacks here as well? Um, Because you're should I do doing a spell? with the Wrathful Smite, let's go with that one first. Okay. Uh, so you need to do a Wisdom Saving Throw, please. Wisdom saving Throw. Okay. It's actually not too bad on him. Oh. Unless I roll like ass. 11. Yeah, 16 was to beat. So I'm going to go ahead and roll some Demoge here. Uh, it'll be five. That's nine plus two seconds. Two seconds. Nine plus three psychic damage, and is now frightened of me. Okay. So nine plus three psychic damage. So that's a twelve total. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and he is frightened of you. And then you have another attack, yes? Doing it. That's a 12 to hit. 12 does not yeah. hit. Are you adding your d4 to that? Oh, I did not. Thank you. Good call. Did you bless yourself? I didn't know. Or... I did not bless myself. I only blessed my three buddies. I did not bless myself. I remember that. Can't just go for Yeah. Good call, though. Good call. Yeah, we'll still say, this is for my brother, and then do one, two, but... Yes, yeah, so that first empowered strike as that surprise of just the fog just... Oh, wait a second, it's Fog. Oh, wait, no, he's right next to you, so he would yeah. see it as weird. So, you just strike out, and that surprise of all of a sudden, this fog enveloping him just catches him. <laughs> straight onto the side into the Shardolin gauntlet. And you can see a bit of the fear as some of that magic, as well as your intensity, 
reverberates through him, and then the second one goes for an attack. And almost in that fear and clumsiness, he's able to back away out of your strike. And in that fear, you see him raise up a hand, and with the reaction, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Absolutely. I just accidentally closed the tab. One second, one second. No worries. Describe it in slow motion for 15 seconds. <laughs> As his hand <laughs> raises up, you can see a change in his eyes, almost, um, I don't know if rep reptilian may be the closest thing you know to equate to his eyes, but there is a ring of red around this yellow eye that has a black slit in the middle as almost bloodshot just races through his eyes. 15, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. 15? Yeah, 15. 15 just makes it, and Oof. this fire erupts, and as the sudden change in his eyes is an indication for you to get the fuck out, you're able to get out of the way, and you take a seven fire damage. But then his eyes return back to normal, almost that translucent, um, you know, like those deep sea creatures that kind of have that glazed over eye. Um, pretty, pretty common throughout Duragar, but he, it's that gray, milky color once more. Okay, next up, unless you have anything else. Killer, you're up. Uh, so Killer does the whole ram thing, goes back on his back hooves to come down with his rack as okay. hard as possible <laughs> with a ram rack. rack. Natural 20. Natural 20, okay. And a five, but thank you for, thank you, Bucky, for making that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Bucky. Good job. Bizarre and Killer are doing the most damage mm -hmm. of anyone in this crew. <laughs> That's 46 plus 4 bludgeoning damage. Yep. 5, 10, 12, 16 points of damage. 16, nice. nice. And as Narthi goes for two strikes and the flame erupts, Killer just raises his massive rack up and slams <laughs> down on top of Zardarak for some hefty damage some of the horn and um, antler just like piercing straight into his clavicle shoulder area where the slightly less armored cool that's killer next up is the Quagots. Oh, shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Damn it. Yep. I, yeah, I think. It, it's, it's, James, it's what your character would do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's what they would do. So the four quagga. They were issued a command, though. This is true. I don't know if it was a mechanical command or a magical command or anything like that. I'm just trying to help. 
Four quad don't, hops don't, are don't. going to. Didn't they say? Didn't you say get her? I thought. Yeah, that's what it was. They said. I don't. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's an actual command. I'm just. Oh, I'm just trying to stir the pot. Don't even show them your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. How dare you presume my gender? <laughs> We've barely started. We have already fully derailed this today. Yep. <laughs> Don't feel sorry for him. If we interrupt James enough, he can't kill us. No, no, do not pull any punches. Yeah. Yeah, Donovan deserves it. Good one, JP. Good one. He just starts doing sit-ups or attempting to do sit-ups as oh death God. inevitably comes. Oh boy. So let's oh, start may already be dead. That's fine. Oh goodness. <laughs> let's start with the enlarged quagga, because it's gonna hit a little harder. <laughs> and it's gonna make two claw attacks at you. Um one is a 12 to hit. Does not hit. And a 23 to hit. Does hit. Okay. Oh, oh wait. There Hold on. 23. Yeah. 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 Do you still have your shield up or no? It's a reaction spell that he has yeah. to oh, he, he was it doing the help. math right <laughs> there. I, I, okay. Gotcha. 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 Okay. So <laughs> it is uh, 10 points of slashing damage. All right. As this large hulking Bogot <gasps> is the first to make its way over its long limbs, just propelling it forward, and just two swipes, first one going wide, and the second one just catching you, and its large mass just knocking the air out of your system, as the other three Quagoths will now join in for a total of six attacks. Everything's fine. Oh, okay. So two of those mitts, but one of those is a natural 20. Okay. And then the other. And then we have a, an 18 and a 21. Uh, I mean, I'll, sh- I'll shield the 18, but that's it. Yep. As you are surrounded by these, f- not feral, you can see intelligence in their eyes. But raging is not the word I want to use, but raging animals. Ferocious. Ferocious, thank you. Uh, Ferocious creatures um, James, on top of you. roll the damage separately for the ones that hit. Okay, thank you. All right, so let's start with the crit. Which will be oh almost max damage fourteen damage. Yeah, I'm out. Except you're not because you pop back up with one hit point because I death warded you. Which oh, is why I told yeah. James to roll separately. Okay, well, hold on, let me. Uh... <laughs> you're and still gonna go the... down again, but. <laughs> yeah. And then oh. the other attack that hits is eight damage. Okay. All right, now I'm down again. He did a setup. <laughs> I get this. Uh-huh. Ah. <laughs> okay. Now it's the Thonauts' turn. Both of them right by Zardarak. And they're blind. That Death Ward saved a lot of saves. Yep. Okay. 
shoot. Well, they would... Let's see. Thick cloud that heavily obscured. Okay. They were next to Zardarak, so I think they would at least attack the elk because that is proving to be annoying. So that's going to be four attacks on Killer. Disadvantage because they can't see. Um, they are because let's see, Narthi's next to Zardarak. Elk is next to Zardarak. It's also large. So the elk would be out of the um, fall Uh game. Okay. I would say spacing-wise, one of them would be able to fit next to Zardarak. They could just move. Yeah. So I'll give one of them disadvantage against the elk. So that's might not hit a 10. And does not hit. And then the second attack on the elk, uh, a 14 to hit. Just hits. That's easy. So that will be four damage. And then the two attacks from the one that can see, that will be a another 14 and a 17. Yeah, both hit. Okay. Oh, that's um, 11 damage. All right. Knocking okay. Killer down, but he's still standing. Still standing. Those are the Quagoth's turn. It's Elspeth's go. Great. Full change of plans seeing Donovan go down. <laughs> so. Oh, wait. You are in the fog. I. Can... Am, I am I in the fog? Because I'm. I would be at the edge of the fog. Wouldn't I? Because it's 20 feet around Narthi. I think it's 15. Hold on. Um, Is it 20 or 15? 20 feet around Narthi. I'm right at the edge because I am 20 feet away from Zardarak. Okay. So. uh... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, Donovan, do you make enough noise? (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. A lot of wheezing involved. If fogs around Zardarak and I'm obscured to try to get to him, that's a bad idea anyway. So I'm going to run out of the fog see that Donovan is down, uh, go, oh shit, um, uh, free action dismiss my spiritual weapon. Um, uh, Wait, do, why, why would you do that? Because I'm going to, actually, I guess it can, I guess it can just stay there, because I'm not going to use it this turn. Mm. It's up for a minute, but I have to use a bonus action to command it. Never mind. It can just hover there, but I'm not going to use it. Bonus action, I'm going to Healing Word Donovan um, for... Let me find what my actual... Play dead, Donovan! <laughs> <laughs> you should be really good at that! <laughs> uh, bonus action, Healing Word Donovan. Ooh! Lovely! For uh, the maximum I can do, which is 12 HP. Um, and then my for my bonus action rather than use my spiritual weapon i would like to find two of the everything just attacked donovan so two of these quaggas have got to be within five feet of each other right i would like oh, the yeah. two nearest ones to make me wisdom saving throws as i told the dead on them okay Sneeze. all right that's a seven and eight on the roll plus one that's definitely not gonna so an that's... eight and a nine 
Cool. That is not going to save against the 15 they needed. So they are, uh, are either of them injured? Um, yeah, we'll say these two are the injured ones. Okay. I just have, it changes which die I roll for the damage. So, um, great. Then they are both going to take 13 points of my unavoidable necrotic damage. Nice. And I am no longer invisible, unfortunately. Yes, for me. You unfortunately for me. So. As you rush out and throw this healing word on Donovan, Donovan, your breath just <gasps> rushes back into your chest as you hear the spectral toll of the very familiar toll the dead from Elspeth as to the Quagos that are just over you, just like... <laughs> And I, I'm going to say I probably used like five feet of my movement just to kind of step out of the fog, and I will just kind of stand there. Oh, stand there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you're going to do the Homer Simpson. No. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I could. I could take, I could just step right back in, but that's, pro- that's, that's probably a smarter idea to just pop out, do that, and then I'm just going to... Uh, but I'm not going to try to like get fully in. I'm just going to step just inside to make it a little harder for them to inevitably attack me on their next turn. Okay. <laughs> Fade into the fall. Alright. Next up after Elspeth is the Durgar. They... Let's see. Donovan, you are surrounded by four of them. Okay. <laughs> or Quagos, and he's on, on the ground unconscious. Yep. He's not unconscious anymore. He has no. 12 hit points. They wouldn't know that. <laughs> 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 Just like Elspeth pops out of the fog. He's alive! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that means, let's see, the battle kind of moved that way. So, th- let's see. Donovan, you see a tr- the trio of Duragard that were surrounding you move towards the fog in which the large chunk of the battle is taking place. The two Duragar that were on the platform with Narthi and Nazar, seeing that the Quagots have you very much surrounded, will go also towards the fog, using their movement to do so. And then the one walking Duragar did see you, Elspeth, do that, and he's going to go towards <clears throat> where you were in the fog. It is still heavily obscured, but you do see this large hulking silhouette pushing through this fog, and he's going to make some attacks on you. And attack on you. At disadvantage. Everybody's had very good luck hitting me with disadvantage, so this is unsurprising. (laughs) Let's see. Three, two, one... No, that's a, that's a six. It's not going to do it. As this war pick just slams down the pointed end, just slamming into the rock of the floor, just <laughs> rock spraying everywhere. And yeah, that's the Durgar. And you can still hear the one Durgar up in the tower yelling out, Intruders! Intruders! Which none of you, or wait, no, they would be yelling in undercommon. Whoever can understand. Oh, I actually understand that. That's exciting. 
<laughs> and I don't know that one. Well, I know some of it now. I probably know the word intruders now. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're saying I'm assuming, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the immersive language experience. Renner was starting to teach me. I've learned a handful of phrases, mostly how to insult people's mothers. Yeah. <laughs> and where is the bathroom? Yes. Um, yeah. Anywhere you Ooh. want, you're under the sea. <laughs> Boy, I'm learning from Renner. Yep. You can pee wherever you want. I don't think that's how that works. Oh, we did have a moment like that on the journey, didn't we? That's yes. right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Donovan, as you see the three trio of Duragar moving towards the fog cloud, you see one of their pants continue to rustle about <laughs> oh. as Avarice the Weasel is hitching a ride at the moment. <laughs> What would you like Adoris to do? Got <laughs> Um Disengage as an action and run towards Oh no, because no, uh it, it can't do anything different. It has to just keep doing it. So it's just gonna try and bite. Okay. Gonna gonna go for the gonads. Natural twenty for two points of damage. <laughs> One for each ball. <laughs> Why is the weasel better at hitting than anyone else in this campaign? Uh-huh. This weasel has had more successful hits than the rest of like Elspeth has the entire game. Oh, well, I am I am specifically not using my awful, terrible dice. So Oops. So you as you watch, you just see one of them just yelp out in pain. <laughs> <laughs> like reaches down into his pants and then pulls out this gray, almost <laughs> plastic-like weasel who's just <laughs> blood is dripping down its mouth because it really <laughs> a massive pube. Oh, <laughs> this is that the episode. <laughs> This is the episode. <laughs> okay, that's average. Hey, no, you're all jealous that Elspeth finally got some. Yeah. <laughs> Next oh, up okay. is bottom of the order, Donovan. You have four quagots surrounding you. You are on the ground. Well, bonus action, disengage. Stand up. And bull rush my way out of there. Hey, there it is. Yes. Which well, way? you don't have to disengage then. Yeah, don't worry about that. Keep your bonus action. Yeah, because they can't. They can't you know, hit you. the attacks if you bull rush. Yeah. I do need to probably come up with some errata for this. If you're surrounded, do you have to disengage? But you know, yeah. since it's not there yet. Yeah. This is why yeah. we play test. Yeah. Yes. Movements that don't provoke attacks of opportunity are in the mechanics, so. Just like slice, 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 slice. Yeah. So I'm probably down. not going to hit many of them because if they're You're surrounding. You're going to hit one of them just depending on the direction you go. Uh, the most damaged one, I guess. Most damaged one? Well, I want to go towards Elspeth. Straight towards Elspeth. Yeah. Straight towards Elspeth. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a good call. That's nice. a good call. Um, oh, no! <laughs> Roll me a d4. As well as the d4 of damage you're going to do. Oh, so can I can I keep the four damage that it's just rolled? Four and a two. Nice. Four and a two. Okay. 
Donovan, as the breath gets back into your lungs and you get that sense of life once more, as well as that sense of death that has been pursuing you throughout this journey, all of those sit-ups, <laughs> you just throw your legs back and you kip up onto your feet. A little while That was good. Can... <laughs> and no one can see it because the rest of us are in the fall. <laughs> you land on your feet and you just bolt. And as you do, you still holding your, um, is it dagger in hand, rapier, or short term? Rapier. I got, a, I got a short bow and a rapier. You're able to just like gun it towards that fog area and you're able to sideswipe one of them that has already been injured. Um, and you just bolt. And I'm assuming you're going to use your bonus action to also dash. Yes. So that's the action. Bonus action dash and movement to get as close to Elspeth as I can. Yeah, you get right up into the edge of the fog and you see that familiar silhouette of Elspeth, sans a root. Um, but as you come in, you're like, Elspeth! And then there's a Duragar just standing over her with its <laughs> massive war pick. That's your go. We're at the top of the order. At which point, those footsteps coming from the different doorways into the forge start to enter said forge. Um, who can see? Not Elspeth, not Donovan. If Azar is within five feet of me, she can see out. I think she is. Oh, you're muted, uh, JP. Yeah, I was right next to you when I dropped you in. Yeah. Right I, Zardux, so, yeah. so I think probably myself, Zadarak and Azar can probably see what's going on around us right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. In that case... Yeah. Um, Donovan and Elspeth, you hear these footsteps coming in, but you can't quite see, but also mixing in with this pedestrian pop, pop, pop of collection of footsteps, you do hear a larger hulking creature just mixing in there. You can't quite see what this thing may be. For Narthi and Azar, you hear the footsteps and then also hear that sound. And as you look over, glancing over, you see this not massive, but huge, tan, orange, almost bug-like creature with arms that are with huge forearms, claws that seem to be caked in dirt and rock. Its face very much that bug-like and its eyes just kind of clicking left and right with huge mandibles that just come out from the side and its antenna just clicking left and right. And on top of it, you can see a Duragar that's just holding it on like a steed, directing it into the fray. Has Quest and Chaos ever had a campaign where all the characters died? 
<laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. There's a first time for everything. Welcome. Okay. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well then. Where uh, are these all coming in the door that we entered? Where are they coming from? They're coming from a side door. Okay. So how far away are they? Um, because it is that 50 foot um, wide, they are right at the edge of that um, 50 feet. Y'all are kind of in the middle, so 25 feet in, but they're also about 50 feet. Is it, 50 feet. Is it so they're still... on the other side of the molten metal trough? Yeah. That side of it? Okay. Is it still in a Halfway. tunnel or did it come out? Sorry? Is it still in a tunnel or did it come out? Uh, they have now emerged from this area. Um, cool. So... Uh, what you do see, Azar and Narthi, you are able to keep track. There are six Duragar, um, one of which is atop of this massive beast. Okay. Up the order. Bucky. I was going to continue to help. Okay. Continue to just pull on the pant leg of Zardarak, whose turn will... How are you doing? Well, oh, has advantage on saving throws against poison spells and illusions, as well as being charmed and paralyzed. The Wrathful Smite is technically a is a uh, spell, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't read. Um. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what he would do. As he's holding on to uh, Killer, who would see Azar and Narthi. You watch as Zardarak just goes and disappears from you. Does he leave a void in the fog? (laughs) Um, Oh, that's a very good point. Can we pick up with the the sweeping of the fog? Because we can see it. As the sweeping of the fog is going, you do realize he is moving. You can make an attack of opportunity. Both of us? um, But at disadvantage. Both of us. Yes. Well, that first one was a nat 20, so... Oh, that's okay. That's a 19... The and opposite. Huh? Oh, sorry. 19 is actually going to be my lowest. 19? Wow, okay. Killer natural one. <laughs> Oof. Oof. 20 and, well, 7. <laughs> okay. Well, both of those hits will make your damage attacks. Can you give me a con save from Zodorak, please? Okay. I can't do a bonus action right now, can I? No. Or like a, a spell cast? Yeah. Um, for... Sorry, what was that, Con? Con save. That will be a 17. Oh, wait, does, wait, does he have... Does Frightened do disadvantage on I, saves or checks? 
Let's see. Frighten, it's um, ability checks. Okay. Oh, uh, well, Zardarok will While take the source of its fear is within light of sight. damage. How much? Twelve. And nine oh. for Narthi. Okay. You both lash out at this wisp of fog, and you do hear as he clumps away through the door that he... You're in the direction of the door he starts going through. Or he came through. Bucky also, not, not a good roll. <laughs> Just like you hear a little bit of a yelp as he kicks off Bucky from his pants. Not enough to do damage. Um, okay. But as Zardarak leaves you and through the fog, um, it is both Azar and Narthi's turn. So Azar, you're up first. Okay, dokie. Um, Zara's not looking great, but what the hell, we'll go after him. Um, I'm just going to, it's not faster than me, so I'm going to just run in that direction see if I run into him. Okay. Well, maybe 20. Because he's big, so. Zardarak has not enlarged himself. Oh, he's not? Okay, 16. 16? Okay. You run through the fog as you peer out and you can see this hallway that Zardarak went through. And as you run through, you just, you clip something on your right side. And I will attack the thing that I can't see. Right. Or do you want to use an action to throw an emergency seal? Do it. Seal off that exit. Or attack. I, I'd rather just beat him. It's probably, it's actually it's probably what Azar would do. So yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fists. Fists. Uh, two, four. God damn. Disadvantage freaking natural 20s. Uh, so um. it's 19 for the first one. And con save. Okay. Um, that will be a fourteen. And so the first one's a hit, and the next one. Is it nineteen? Nineteen, both hit. All right, one more con save. One more con save. Okay. Twenty-one. And go for broke with the flurry of blows. So twenty one, first one, and So 19. Uh, 19 damage? One. No, no. This is just a hit. Okay. I'm just doing all my hits. Okay, so all four will hit. And that's 13 for damage for the first hit. Okay. So, uh, 10. 12 for the second hit. Four, seven, um, seven, four, eleven for the third hit. One, four, 
is a 10 for the fourth hit. And okay. Well, let's see one second real quick. With just a jettison of... Jettison seems to be the word today. With a barrage of fists that just <laughs> launch out of your small body towards this invisible thing that you just bumped into on the right side. You catch it. One, two, three, four. As you watch as Zardarak on that last hit just returns back into being as you slam him against the wall as blood just <laughs> standing there before you pinned against the wall. He's right here, Narthi. Come get him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hearing that, is it, it, can I go, James, or no? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah Narthi, her, yeah, fiery hazel eyes, she is pissed. And in hearing that, Azar, she's going to calmly walk towards, because it sounds like he's, Zadarak is pretty calm. We'll walk and is going to, how bad does he look? Oh, blood just erupted out of his mouth after that onslaught. Ooh, she's, yeah, so she'll walk by, or as Azar's pinning, and she'll kind of just nod to Azar. And she is going to, I know, she's going to branding smite this guy. Um, I don't like his current brand. Give him a new brand. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're going to do what this. Rebranding smite. Rebrand. Nat 20. That is a nat 20. There she smite. is. Regular smite. Attention, everyone. Natural 20. Natural Nat 20. 20. Nat 20. Ooh, she is pissed. All that damage, sir. Yes. This is the doubles, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Including your smite damage. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll roll the smite damage, because I rolled a 1 and a 2 for my damage here. Yeah. So that... <laughs> but that's going to be... Uh... Do I add the 4 to each of those two, though, or no? Just once. Okay, so that's going to be seven, but plus the smite. This uh, is what, 68? Correct. Uh, for, yeah, uh-huh. Uh, Which no, is also double. 2D. Oh, it is? No, mm-hmm. that is double. So it's usually oh. 2D8. So if it was 3D8 or 3D8. It's 2D6. 2D6. I'm only doing it as a second level. Oh, 2D6, that, so it's a yeah. 40. It's, no, a regular smite is a D8. He's doing D8, a branding smite. He's, yeah, he's, you can you can add that on to it because it doesn't use a spell, it uses the spell slot, so you can tack on all the smites, literally all the smites when you crit. Ah. So oh, so my the, other one too, my brand, my branding, and my um. Oh, oh the earlier one, the wrathful. Not the wrathful, but your your standard default one because it's a gotcha. class feature, not a spell. How many yeah. am I rolling? Remind me again, JP, because I'm going to start over. Um, you rolled 2d8 at first level. You can choose the level of spell slot you want to use. So 2d8 for first or 3d8 for second. And you double that because you critted. So it is six. Okay. Four, six, nine, 15, 16, 18. So that's 18 radiant damage plus whatever I said earlier. 
which was a seven. So that's 25 damage, but 18 of that is radiant damage. Okay. I'm just going to stab this son of a bitch right in his face. That's your first attack, right? That is my first attack. Do I need to keep going? Do you want to keep going? She will. (laughs) (laughs) That's a 10, though. 10 to hit. Unless he's prone, then you have advantage. (laughs) 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 Yeah. yeah. Is he prone? Should I keep going? He's unconscious. It's an (laughs) auto-print. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, so Narthy... Yeah, Narthy is just... All she's seeing is... Or all she's imagining is when she's seeing Renner's body when they were about to, um, when Elspeth Donovan and Azar were releasing him back to to the ocean. She's going to remember his body, how she didn't get to say goodbye, um, how they left each other in like a rage and just the guilt that she's feeling. But when she sees Zadarak, which right now is the epitome of everything all the anger and all the frustration she's just she is she's going to her hazel eyes will just gleam and glow and she's just going to stab in the throat with this trident and then she'll release it again and then she'll grip the back of this guy's head and then she's going to just do it again right right into his throat twice Mm -hmm. and spit in his face (laughs) she so you watch as this trident just stabs right into Zardarak's neck as Narthi joins you by your side and then this radiant energy just as more blood just rushes out of his mouth and then immediately a second strike as his already glazed eyes lose the life behind him can she also if the trident did pierce enough She'll want to rip the head off and throw it back into the room to try and see if it'll kind of dictate to everyone else, like, this is over. Back the F off. Roll a d20. Okay. Seven. Seven. Lucky number seven. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The head doesn't come quite clean off. But as you throw it back, it lands in the fog that you are still (laughs) emanating around you. So Mm -hmm. folks cannot quite see that the battle will hopefully be done. Giving it up to Killer, who you told to charge Zartarak, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna charge through that fog and boom, boom, boom. Look around. Sees the body. Stomp, stomp. Stomp, 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 stomp. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Making more of a pace of him. Zara's gonna need to dry cleaner after this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. And as the fog leads you, Donovan and Elspeth,
Okay. I have a random question about th- this um, this fog. She can't dissipate it, right? It just stays for ten minutes. It's a concentration I think... spell, I think. So if can't you okay, it? I don't. It says it. It doesn't really explain. It just says you can channel it. Oh, it, sorry. It's a class feature. That's yeah, right. yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it just sticks around for ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It, so it just lasts. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last and yeah, it cannot be dispersed. Okay. So it, you just always have the fog around you. For the next, uh, for the next time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What is that? What is that called? What's that? Uh, marine layer. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of the uh, Paladin of the Open Sea. Um, but yes, as the fog leaves you, you can see that the reinforcements of Durgar have shown up, and what is... You now see the hulking monstrosity that is currently being ridden by one of these Durgar. Um... Can I roll to see if I know what it is? Yeah! Um, do you want, like, history or nature or... Let's do history, since you were more likely read about it. Yeah. Oh, good. There's my good roll for the game, so at least I'll know <laughs> what kills me. That's a 23. Mmm, 23. And very immediately, you remember the description of this... Oh, God, it... Insectoid-like creature that is able to burrow through solid rock and make itself a pretty pretty sizable community within the Underdark. It's orange carapace very quickly registering for you as an Umber Hulk. Every time I run into a creature from the Underdark, I'm more and more grateful for the fact that my father took me out of it. (laughs) (laughs) This place seems awful. Um, but yeah, it... That Duragar and Umberholt combo kind of rides in, sees the mess that is happening, and sees you two, and just points over there and is like, Charge! Which, you even understand? <laughs> you get the sense of it. If he's pointing yeah. and yelling, it's... Angry pointing and yelling is sort of international. Don't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think the they've um... seen us. Um, as the Umberholt begins to just lumber forward just like is it running through the molten metal or around the molten metal because they're on the opposite side around the drop it's going to go around um i gotta try i don't i also don't think it's molten anymore Mm. donovan the eyes that are just constantly just kind of clicking around lock onto you two and almost like that tunnel vision when you've just been walking for a while in a really flat, almost like mirage sense, it just kind of like your vision just starts to view towards it. I don't like that. Um, as the eyes just continue to click around. Next up are Quagots. It's over! <laughs> the two Thonauts would head... Oh, where would they head? Back up Zardarok? Yeah, they would probably back up Zardarok. Yeah, they're going to back up Zardarok. So they walk over and they see 
nothing to head on the ground as they're passing through, a little confused as they walk forward, kind of not trepidatiously, but cautiously through the fog, and they see you two. What what color blood are we covered in right now? Yeah. Uh, It's red. So they're moving within five feet of Narthi? Um, heavily obscured, so they They're would... blind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can see the stalking silhouettes of them just kind of moving throughout the fog, and they're just... You see a tensing in their muscles as they're just kind of waiting there technical term would be holding an action. Ah. Elspeth, I need you to make, at the top of your turn, a charisma saving throw. Oh. Charisma. They don't know to add the D4. good I am at that. Eleven. Eleven. This that's with the D4. That's with the D4. Oh, Don. This constant clicking of eyes and just this narrowing of vision. You just stand there a bit confused, and I also need you to roll a D8. Oh shit! Okay. Six. Six. Can you roll me a D4? What? Three. Three? Yeah. Donovan, you just watch as... Out of the side eye, as you are also getting absorbed into this, Elspeth just starts running towards the Quagots in the southern region. Beelining straight southward. Okay. That is Elspeth's turn. Next up is the Durgar. There's uh, the one that's standing by you. Oh, wait. Wait. Sorry, James. I have to interrupt real quick. Yeah. Does this count as a charm effect? Because I have advantage against being charmed. It is not a charm. Okay, I just wanted to double check. So you start walking towards the quad off. Yeah, that's The... That Durgar must use all of its movements, so I guess that Durgar would technically take an attack of opportunity against you. Uh, Hey, Donovan, you can also take an attack opportunity against me if you want. I'm leaving your threatened yeah. area. <laughs> I was so, actually thinking, but I uh, wouldn't have been that smart. That's fair. Though the creature takes no action but uses all of its movement to move in a random direction. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, so it's not forced. Um, but it misses because it just sees you look over and Dip. start walking away. It's like, oh, boom! Shit. But that also means yeah. that there's a hook, there's a uh, Umber Hulk and a dwarf in, right in front of me? The Umber Hulk is a bit further away, but its gaze is starting to get your 
attention. Um, those ones are going to enter the said fog, and very much like the quagots are stalking in the fog cautiously. Then there's the other Turgard. So many fucking Turgard. Would they be able to hold an action? Because we can move further from them and doors are slow as hell. Well, they're they're just moving cautiously now. They're the ones that were moving from the lower region where Donovan and the platform were. They used their double movement to get toward the fog, and now they're near the fog and just slowly approaching. Right. And that is a good amount of them. And then the ones that were near the Umber Hulk are going to come towards where Donovan is. So that's currently five of them, but they are staying closer to the Umber Hulk. Yeah. So the Durgar are kind of just shifting right now. Dorothy, since you threw the head, why don't you roll me a d20 for me? 15. 15? You can see it, because you're the emanator of this fog. One of the Duragar walks by where you threw the head. And like a f- soccer ball, just taps it. And looks down. And their eyes go wide for a moment. I want to say something, but I can't. They won't understand me. So uh, I was like, oh, I'd "Say something." They uh, understand dwarvish. I they, dwarvish. They... they understand, or you've heard dwarvish and undercommon yeah. coming from them. Oh, then an undercommon will say. The same will happen to you if you do not cease this fighting. Nice. Roll a persuasion check. I have not. Persuasion or intimidation. No, intimidation. Intimidation with advantage. Intimidation with advantage? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh! Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, but I'll take that one. That's a 22. Mm. Okay. And you slowly watch as this one Duragar can't quite see you, but hears that voice emanating from the fog. And then it just goes down and picks up the head. And you can see it start to move out of the fog but not quite make its way out there. Meanwhile, to your right, you just hear the scampering and skittering of... <laughs> um, Donovan Romeo attack for Avril. Demonic weasel. <laughs> Demonic weasel. Oh, that's a neat. Now that it is bit in the balls and it's just being held in the hand, this Durgar is just like... Oh, Oh wait, it would it would throw it on the ground. It would attack. 
that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, yeah, that's uh, that's a twenty to hit. Yeah, poof. Oh, we did. But it's such a funny yeah. image of him holding yeah. this weasel. It's just like writhing <laughs> in his hands. <laughs> uh, and you can just hear the faint sounds of a demonic whisper in the fog as the avarice is returned back to its bag. <laughs> Donovan, I need you to make a charisma saving throw. <sighs> Remember the blast if you didn't. If it will help. Yeah. Not gonna help. Okay. Get that four. Get that four. Okay. So one plus two (laughs) plus two. Five. I need you to roll me a D8. Maybe you'll get lucky and run after me, and then I can still heal you before I die. One. One. You just stand there staring into the Umber Hulk's eyes. Yep. Wait a minute. It's not a charm spell. Oh, damn it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Half health <Hell> unite. <laughs> okay. Top of the order. Bucky's still alive. Help out to start eating. <laughs> Sardarak is dead. Zara Narthi. Which tower did you say the person that's yelling the alert is in? Um, if you come out of the little tunnel that you guys were at, it would be towards your left. Right. I don't like to just walk around, just avoiding getting too close to all the Dwergar, mm-hmm. if I can, and uh, go to that tower. Yeah, they are starting to kind of do like a horseshoe around. I would say you would, pro- like, if you're trying to like go around on the wide side, you could, you would go past one of the quagots and one it's, of the there's, it's, there's a marine hey, lane. Screw it, I'll just fly. Who cares? I'll just fly overhead so they can't watch <laughs> Just <laughs> You watch as Azar walks into the fog, Narthi, and then these glowing, is it golden wings, if I remember correctly? Golden flame, yeah. Golden flame, just for a moment, just... <laughs> Launch Azar up. You can watch the fog just trail after them as she lands Superman Black Widow style up top. Looking at the one who just is constantly yelling the intruders. And he's like, I'll I'll just push them out of the way (laughs) and just say in Dwarvish, Zardarok is dead. The fortress is taken, fleeing. Dwarvish helps. Just roll me a persuasion check. Uh, I will use my presence of dragons to re-roll that, because that was garbage. <laughs> That's much better. Uh, so that is... Oh, I do have a bonus. I have plus one, right? Yeah. Uh, that is a 20. 20. Okay. Elspeth and Donovan, you both speak Dwarfish, right? Yes. In that haze of swirl, having been around the Umber Hulk, you can just hear that on the faintest bit of your mind. You can see some of the creatures around you also 
in a more lucid state just catch that attention and then the eyes kind of go over to the fog in which that one Durgar had been walking and they emerge with the head of Zardarak. And that's where we're going to take our break. No, 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 no. I wanted to do something. Okay, cool, cool. We'll do it when we come back. No, no, we'll do it when we come back. Yeah, it's also your go. What, what did you want no, to do? No, I was going to say, well, no. because, well, in, okay, if we, if we have a hot second, um, because I wanted to, I mean, Narthi, when she sees Zara fly off, um, it was just more of a, a dramatic moment. She's just going to kind of drop to her knees because she's so frustrated and relieved that this is all over. And she'll just say to herself, in utter common, it is finished. And she wanted to telekinetically grab, she's going to take the body of Zatarak and telekinetically shove it out, like, into the middle of the of the room. So I was kind of hoping it would coincide with Azar's intimidation moment mm. that he's dead, that out of the fog would shoot a body. <laughs> <laughs> the body as well. That's all. As this... Warning comes out over all the klaxons, piercing into your adult mind, Elspeth and Donovan, and catching the attention of those around you. The Duragar begins to emerge with the head of Zardarak. And as he almost ceremoniously, cinematically walks out from the fog, a dark shape just goes, shoom, and Zardarak's body gauntlet twisted up into an obscene shape. His body ragdolled and limbs over limbs just rolls ever so slowly to a stop. The Durgar, the Quagots, not the Umberhulk. Umberholks do what they do. Just a look at this display. That's where we're going to take a break. Love it. Love this. Exactly, JP. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us. We will be back after a quick 7 to 10. Grab a water, grab some snacks, and we'll see you all very soon. Bye. Just killed 
Zorak Sunblight of the Sunblight clan. They've thrown his body and head out of the fog that is perpetually emanating from Narthi for the next seven minutes. I know. Yeah, I was going to say how long. <laughs> but as this warning shouted through Azar, through all of the tubing and klaxons and audio system, announcement system, what was I thinking of? Overhead system? PA, PA system? system? Yeah, PA, PA system. PA system, thank yeah. you. We were getting there. Um, <laughs> over the PA system, essentially, of this fortress. The Umber Hulk. The writer puts, like, almost a, uh, blinders on it, and Donovan and Elspeth do snap to. And you watch as the Duragar just kind of look over one another. And you see a palpable tension just take over a few of them. I hate to say this, but if I get if I regain my my abilities, I'm casting a spell. Do it. Which spell? Tasha's hideous laughter on the Ember Hulk. Mm. What's it say? <laughs> um It is a it's a wisdom thirteen. Wisdom thirteen. Well it's flat roll. As you come to and you see the blinders being put over the Umber Hulk. <laughs> um, you cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter. And you watch... <laughs> you watch as <laughs> Umber Hulk just starts... It's not laughter. But you hear a high-pitched chittering as its mandibles start to clack together. And you can see the body just start to heave. And you see the Duragar up top just trying to rein it in as the Umber Hulk begins to just clatter onto the ground. onto It's rolling onto its back. And if you've ever seen a horse fall over onto its rider... The Duragar is just squished oh. underneath the mass of the Hulk. <laughs> as the chittering continues to go. And the tension, Elspeth, you notably notice, is ratcheted up even more between the Duragar. And you see a few of them just kind of eyeing around it's like left and right and you see a couple of them making eye contact and you watch as 
Durgar just grab their war pick and look over to their left and right and swing at the other Durgar next to them. And you watch as these Durgar start to break out. To you, it seems like a riot as almost half and half just start to battle it out on the floor. Um, great. I want to get away from the Quaggas before they decide to continue to fulfill their master's orders. Oh, because uh, yeah, uh, I'm, or, or I, I guess, are they still acting hostile, or are they now kind of neutralized because they're a bit more neutralized due okay. to seeing the body thrown out? I'm gonna start like backing away from them, and if they don't look like they're going to attack me, then I'm just going to turn and run back over to Donovan. Mm-hmm. You run back to Donovan, and they, at first, were a bit more, like, they, not laxed, but they froze a bit, but then their hackles get raised as Durgar upon Durgar start fighting, and even the Durgar that were starting to come in, more of them, they realize what is happening and you see them starting to turn on one another as they start to fight it out yeah uh hand on on donovan as i'm grabbing you i am going to give you a pop you a cure wounds uh just you know for some backup that's gonna be 10 more points um uh grab you on the shoulder pop you cure wounds and just be like we need to find the others and i think we should probably get out of here looks like they're going to take care of themselves and I'd rather they not notice we're still here let's go yeah Uh, what languages do I speak interesting Um, but I don't think I know if anybody else speaks that okay Um, I I think Elspeth's just going to grab Donovan and run toward the fog cloud because I know if we get in there we'll be able to find at least Narthi yeah. And in Elvish, Donovan calls out, We're coming in! <laughs> don't know if anyone else speaks Elvish. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and you two run in there, and you see, silhouetted, the Qu- Quagoth Donuts, they're just kind of taking in the situation. And similarly to the to the Sai crystals that you had, you can see their temples glow a bit. And they're directing it towards the way you're coming from. But you can see also Durgar on Durgar just fighting it out in the fog. Um, and as you rush through, just trying to get past the battle, um, a switch or a um, a, I'm, I'm words and hard today. Um, <laughs> oh god, word. Uh, a stray war pick gets swung in your direction um, towards you, Donovan, um, and goes wide over your head as this civil war almost is starting to break out. But then as you are able to get there, you see Narthi on her knees as you clear through and magically the fog, you are able to see through it. 
Uh, Elspeth will drop down kind of on her knees, kind of into a crouch next to Narthi, and just sort of put a, like, put hands on shoulders. Just... Was that you? Uh, Narthi's actually, her eyes, her eyes have been closed. She's holding uh, a piece of what looks like coral to her chest, and she, you are hearing sounds not unlike, like, deep whale moments she's actually she's trying to have a moment with this thing but what did, what did you say to her Elspeth? Um, sorry. She'll, she'll kind of yeah. what, what? That... i'm so sorry what i'm so uh, sorry no 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 don't, don't don't apologize was that you who who dealt with Zodorok? um i i dealt the final blow but azar was the one that that pinned um pinned zadrak teamwork to the wall. yes rena would I... be proud of you we have uh, to go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and hear it, yeah, and hearing I do I do understand, I understand. And she'll 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 get up, but she's still she's out of it. She's kind of checked out a little bit, but she's not gonna stop clutching this piece of, of coral to her chest as she'll let Elspeth lead her wherever she needs to go. Um I will try to gather my thoughts on, on the way out, but just wh- just is Where's Just keep his hand here. Uh, I, I would like to take around. the um the dwar guard next to me and say, "Okay, you did your job to warn the fortress. I did my job and killed Zardarok. Now you're going to show me, my friends, the way to the front door, and you don't die, okay?" Intimidation with advantage, friend. Alright, that's a 15. 15. And you see what seems to be a, a younger Durgar, much more smooth-faced. Um, his beard not quite to the lengths that you've seen all other Durgar. And he's just kind of... Oh, and uh, what language do you say this in? Dwarvish. Dwarvish. Yeah, he responds back. Um... Very well. Um, where, where are your friends? I point to the fall cloud moon this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone, come with me. And I keep a hand on him the entire time. <laughs> and you just feel like once you put that hand on the shoulder, the shoulder just goes. <laughs> Relax, if I wanted to snap your neck, you'd be dead already. Move. Okay. Okay, let's move this. Um, and as you direct this one, and you you start to you heard it above, but you get to see just this battle break out between Durar and maybe perception check as you. Okay, not bad at perception checks. <laughs> Oh, good roll. Uh, 21. 21. You see on the far end in which you all enter, um, the door is open. And walking through is an entourage of Durgar, and at the center, you can see an older Durgar, female, as a... Have you watched... Oh gosh, what is it? Um, the first or the second one? 
I think it's the second Star Wars, Clone Wars, in which Padme kind of has like that. Oh yeah, the absurd hats. Yeah. Yeah, the absurd hat that kind of comes out. This one kind of oh. looks like a T. Like it makes her head look like a T coming does out. She, does she come in saying, "I will not condone an act, a course of action that will lead us to war"? <laughs> Too her late. Hair yeah, exactly. it, draping down. It's it's ridiculous. Um, she walks with a cane that has long, muted gold and brown um, clothing, but she walks with an air of dignity. I'll ask our new friend who this is. Um, you point out to her, uh, to um, this one Duragar. Oh, that that is a that is Grandolfa. She, she's a guest of Zadarak. But she walks with an air of dignity, and you can see with that 21 in particular, just like at her heels, a small version of the dragon that you had pinned the wings of. It's just walking around almost like a lap dog, just like starting between the legs and just like but you continue to read this (laughs) Duragar? Yeah, walk over to her. If I mean I'm I'm not directing him, I'm just keeping a hand on him while he leads us to wherever the way out is. Oh you're you're leading them to your friends first, right? Yeah, we're yeah. I assume this is all happening at the same time. Yeah, so you you direct them and eventually well i was gonna say i don't want i don't want to interrupt this but if hearing wait are you guys talking in dwarvish or are you talking in common they were talking in dwarvish never mind never mind nope we were about to have a very uh (laughs) a moment but nope narthi doesn't understand that's fine but yeah as you direct them through the cloud and trying to get through this you can see the uh the quagots have kind of consolidated near this fog area and are going deeper in passing you, Donovan, Narthi, and Elspeth um, as they regroup and go deeper within. Azar, you direct this Duragar to where your friends are and magically, once again, once you get near Narthi, the fog just, you're able to see through it. So so we see this person coming in? Mm, being, mm-hmm. guy, or being held by Azar. No, no, no. Uh, oh, the, we see we that. I think oh. we've seen every. Yeah, we've seen. I and I. I'm sorry. I thought that Azar was already with us, and no. we were being led somewhere. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So Grandolfa is on the far end. I I let Azar see that because she's up top. Um, gotcha. So is she coming in the doors that we came through, that Zardarak came through, or that the Umber Hulk came through? She's coming through the doors you came through. Okay. From so she's coming from the way the door that we didn't look at the other end of the corridor yeah possibly yes probably okay um, is there more do we do we need to deal with the that i don't know when we go talk to her <laughs> what how are they reacting to the frantic fray of what's going on is she just regally walking amadala style through it without <laughs> referencing it like mm-hmm. um as as azar points out 
um, this person and relays that her name is Grandolfa. Um, her entourage just equipped with heavy crossbows are almost like a, a shield around here, a phalanx, if you will, that just carefully picking out the Duragar, which ones, and and just Ooh. shooting. Did Azar relay that she is a friend to Zatarak? Was that, or no? Guest of. Guest was of. the word. Yeah. I would... I would just be like, so you want to go talk to her? Because Zara's not really big on details. Got it. Okay. Um, this, you've got this other Dorgar with you, so I think Elspeth's going to look at the, the, like, the kid, essentially, and say mm-hmm. to him in Dwarvish, so, what's going on here? You're all fighting each other now? Um. Faster, please. We don't have a lot of time. I don't know what's happening. It's just, he's dead and everyone's fighting now. Great, so you're just as confused as us. Wonderful. Everyone, are we going to talk about this, or are we going to get to the front door and get out of here and go meet up with the rest of the army? Yeah, he's going to show us where the front door is, but I thought we might want to talk to the lady. Is is she in a league with Zardarok? I don't think he really knows anything. She, she was invited as part of the Muzgoth clan. She, she, but, she, uh, he was she's trying to She's not a sunlight. No. Oh, all right. Then I think we've killed off an entire clan. That might explain the fight, because when I yelled at Zadrak about the others, he uh, complimented me for taking out his competition. So... Are we talking or are we leaving? Yeah, let's, let's... talk to the lady. <laughs> okay. Uh, hands on her re- I guess we're just gonna take this... <laughs> Fog cloud, and we're just gonna <laughs> head for this frog. Uh, marches actually, guy out front. <laughs> no, actually, no. I was like, right? Maybe one of us who speaks dwarvish should um step out of the cloud and go um explain before we just envelop and yeah, already on it. It's <laughs> just going. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna post up just outside of the fog, um, to back up Azar. How bad do people look before we separate ways again? Azar's not good. Azar's not great at all. Azar will. Uh, I'm Azar. Uh, Narthi, before we go off, will touch Azar's arm and just say, Thank you. Thank you very much. You have 15 more hit points. Cool. Thank you for helping me avenge my brother. Yep, no problem. And just like, All right, come on. Just. Go, go, go. Well, I'm not going anywhere. I'm sticking No, no, just okay. um, my little dwarvish friend just got, got him by like, oh, the gotcha. back of his mm-hmm. shirt and just marching him. Oh. <laughs> and you drag this young Durgar with you. You emerge from the fog and do you just go for a straight line towards... Yeah, I was like, hello. <laughs> you say hello to the old... This one and dwarvish. <laughs> Durgar. And... Grandalfa is about 30 feet away from you. She looks at you. She She's kind of like eyeing the situation that's happening right now. What the, oh, I should pull her stats. What, what does she have? Just in case she has. And I'm, you know, I will, uh, I will ready an action to loose an arrow if she directs anyone to attack Azar or attacks Azar. 
I think I think Elspeth is going to follow Azar, but stay just inside the fog because she also knows that stepping out as a visible drow could quickly turn this if some talking doesn't happen <laughs> first. So. But she looks at you and you can see like deep set wrinkles that are just pressed into the brow and um, just like long jowls that just kind of hang down. And you say hello in Dwarvish. And she looks around. She sees you. Definitely not a Duragar, just waving. Sees the blood on your fists. Hmm. Do you speak common? Oh, yes. Hmm. Very well. What is your name, child? As she continues to walk forward more with the entourage following. I'm Azar. You look like you're in charge. <laughs> Soon to be. Okay, well, um, you know, Zardark built the dragon. We killed that and his sons and Zardarok. And uh, now we just want to look around, take some stuff, and go home. What about you? Hmm. Well, home I am looking forward to very soon. Looking around? Hmm. If you don't get killed by the infighting... Yeah, we, we're supposed to go fight a god, so we figure, you know, we might have some stuff to make this one. Hmm. You are a strange child. Eh. But you're not going to get in the way, right? I don't see why I would. Alright, that's fine. And Donovan just, is like, just shouts out, and you're going to leave ten towns alone? As far as I am concerned, there's really no need for the surface at the moment. So you're going back to the Underdark? Possibly. This will be a nice outpost. But returning home will be within the next few weeks. Alright, great. So if you have any more guys on your side, you could like tell them to leave us alone because, you know, I mean, I don't mind punching them to death, but if I didn't have to do that, I'd rather not. I would appreciate it if you didn't. Right, so, I mean, there, there's a thing over there. You can, like, yell into it, or, and people will hear you. You can tell them, no, we're, I'm, we're the only not dwarves here, besides the hairy things. So just, if you could just tell them to leave us alone, that'd be great. Roll a persuasion check. No! That is a 10. A 10. Oh, wait, no, plus one, 11. 11? Okay. <laughs> well, there are certain things I need to secure at the moment, so I will not be doing that. What but... things? We could help. I think this would be outside of the cultural understanding that you surface dwellers would understand. 
Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just take one step outside fighting. the fog. <laughs> ah. As you do, Elspeth. You notice a noticeable... Notice a noticeable... I've been doing that long recently. Notice a noticeable grimace that just purses Grendolfo's lips. Hmm. I see you are... I really want nothing to do with this. I just want to know what's going on. I believe it is what we call a coup. Oh, excellent. Wonderful. You're welcome to it. Uh, I have absolutely no intention of going into the Underdark anytime soon, so uh, I won't be bothering. I just really like to not get killed. Thanks. No problem. Just avoid any stray warpix or bolts and you should be fine. Oh, how can we tell which people are yours? You know, like a uh, signal or a sign or something? Unfortunately, there really isn't much of a signal because we don't... Uh, we did wish for ourselves to be known, at least physically. Um, if you just do this with your hand and she shows you just like a very simple gesture... They should leave you alone. Hmm. Okay. And I just turn to my friend, so, show us the way up. Come on. <laughs> Azar's done. If you guys want to talk, but Azar's done talk. No. I think Elspeth knows what she needs to know, which is if we just leave, they're not going to come after us at this point. So, you take this and you are heading out? Yeah, I want him to show us the way out so we can get to the gate and open it. Okay. And you take this child almost, not child, teenager would be appropriate. Grab him by the scruff and just keep gapping <laughs> him. Um, and you walk through uh, a series of excuse me, a series of doors before he leads you into this smaller room in which you see this box-like contraption with the doors kind of open and you look upwards and you see almost like a chain that just goes up. Uh, we go into this box and we head up to the second area. Okay, let's go. Push him through and as you all step assume in, everyone's almost... with us. We're all yeah. Going. Oh, I mean, yes. Oh, yeah, I mean... Uh... Yeah. I wouldn't have left Dorothy behind. I would have come back and dragged Sitting there, me. waiting. She's like, I know, I'm just the cover. I'm just the cover. I'm just the uh, cover. Does it take us, say, like, about nine and a half minutes to get to the gates? <laughs> what do you say for the just, person? Just that stop, way? throw up a hut, take a nap. <laughs> we, need, we need some uh, fan art of literally all of them in the elevator. Go, like, with elevator music playing, just, like, shrouded in fog. Shrouded in fog. <laughs> But with his are holding the scruff of this little Durgar's neck. You're holding the Durgar and he looks over at you, Narthy. Should have oh, back at him. What's your name? It says in Dorvish. The sexy Durgar, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. She doesn't talk much, does she? Talking to you, Azar. Like. You're not really her type. Understood. Elspeth, um, what are they talking about? 
Oh, they're just checking in on things, and then in dwarvish, <laughs> and, and, and then in dwarvish to the teenager, I'll just go. He's a type, and point at Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> and you see this Dargar, and he looks over at Donovan, and he looks upwards, <laughs> and he just looks down. <sighs> Meanwhile, the elevator. <laughs> opens up like clockwork there are no buttons that you press it just seems to work on its own system um which can be considered wise some uh, it took a little while for the Durgar to show up not that long <laughs> <laughs> like just like the system is just like coming down four at a time in the elevator <laughs> but you all emerged and he takes you through a few corridors and weaves you left and right before you are in front of a very large open hallway. And you see the doors before you. And there's no Pandurgar here. here. Where are the controls? (laughs) Sansa Donovan, there are no Durgar up here. Hmm. Um, In this floor, it seems. Um, Security here is terrible. (laughs) Yes, quite. If you go into that room right there, there's the wrench for the gate. Alright, show us the way in. And I am listening for thoughts of things that I can't see. Oh, right. Um, (laughs) You can do that. Uh, You and your brain slug. Because there's no save. (laughs) It's just within 30 feet. Yeah, and as you enter this room, you feel the pulse of the brain slug. You'd be like, you're right. I just turn to look at nothing. It's like, I can see you. Open the gate. And they're dropping the invisibility. And as you take in this room, you see the wench, and you see, on like, right next to it, a body of a Duragar just splayed out in blood as this one is holding the bloody knife. And Dirk is there. Dirk. And this one is just holding Dirk the knife Ziggler. towards you. <laughs> and he I'm does, not here to fight. Open the gate, come on. You get it? You got does it. the <laughs> hand symbol towards you. Mr. Seidel. Yes, yes, yes. I don't you know will open, uh, open this <laughs> gate now. Yeah. Elspeth will return the hand gesture, seeing that everybody else is just razzing him. So it's like, we're on your side. It's fine. Just open the gate. Otherwise, you're about to get jumped by another army, and you seem to have this well in hand. So you could just, you know. And he looks, he's like, very well. I will now open the gate. And you watch as this bespectacled um, Durgar grabs onto the wench and starts to and you can hear the groaning of the door on the other side of the wall I'm gonna go out to the other room where the gate is opening to take a look and see if there's like a whole bunch of angry townspeople waiting for these doors to open Mark loses an arrow as soon as someone emerges. <laughs> it strikes Donovan in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the scene in 300 where it's just... Yeah. 
Um, Donovan does a does a nineteen hit. Yeah. Last spell, shield. <laughs> As this arrow flies straight at you, and you hear from the back end of this grouping of angry people, you just hear Mark being like, "Charge!" <laughs> We're on your side. Uh, dancing lights up in the air and the symbol of Kelimvor. <laughs> As it pops into the sky, and you see all of these very raring to go villagers and soldiers, Captain Arlagath at the front, Mark in the back with Trovis. About 15 total that were able to be gathered. Oh. Um, standing there before you. Say, Lady Elspeth, hey! Hey, Mark. Good shot. Oh, thank you. Wait, did I almost hit you, Mr. Donovan? Uh, you would have if I didn't have magic. Hey, I'm getting better. <laughs> good good shot. Good shot. Do you, do you all exit out? Yeah, I think we're going to be like, yeah. oh, the dog, um, in the midst of a bit of a power shift, if you will. We can all just go outside. Like, I would like to just... We're, we're in the gate rooms. Probably pretty safe. We can just take a little rest here and let them fight it out and see who wins. Um, And then head in with the angry villagers and loot the joint. <laughs> are, okay. are we... Okay, sorry... This is kind of meta, but this is also part of conversation. I I guess I could do this in character. Are we planning to go try to kill the rest of the Dorgar faction, or are we just leaving? I would like to see what kind of stuff they have around here, because I mean, if they can build that thing, they should have some pretty good equipment, gear, weapons, and things that we would enough, probably need in our next fight. Right, okay. Just wanted to make sure we were clear on the... Uh the plan here, because I would personally like to not continue getting stabbed by Dorgar on the regular. So, all right. Let's take a break. (laughs) Yes. A break. Um, okay. So what are you telling the townsfolk first? We're going to take a short rest, and then while the Dorgar are fighting one another, and hopefully whoever wins will leave. Because we're, we, we're just going to camp out inside this place. I thought that they said that they, would, they were staying. The new... Unless... Again, Narthi has not understood a word of anything that's yeah. been said. Oh, yeah. no, but I if mean, it's been relayed... Oh, it, was in, it was in common. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was in common. Uh, I thought that she was leaving, but I actually... Elspeth, I'm getting rid of every one of these dirty Duragar that has caused me pain. If everyone's taking a rest, Narthi is not going to rest. Narthi will take the 15 townspeople, show them the symbol, say, hey, (laughs) anyone that does this to you, you're good. Anyone that doesn't, chop them up. Okay. Then uh, if you're, if the townspeople are going in, I'm not resting. I'm going to just follow and try and pick off Duragar. Okay. So Azar, you're resting. We'll rest in the gate room. Okay. Elspeth? gonna stay near Donovan and Imdra to make sure I keep them up. 
Okay. Oh, how do I want to do this? Okay. <laughs> um. One massive group lunch. Roll, yeah, I was gonna say roll a roll a d one hundred. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> how many do you kill? Okay. <laughs> well, there's technically twenty of us. Narthy. Yeah, there are twenty of us. Roll me d uh, twenties each. For all of us that are going back in. Yes. Just a straight, or am I adding anything? Just a straight d twenty. I got a 14. 18. Nice. Nine. Nine. So that was a 18. 14. 14. And a nine. So you three begin to enter the fortress and it's with its tight corridors, going like 50 strong is a little bit harder, so you kind of break up, or you see factions kind of breaking up. Or is anyone going to break off and lead a particular group, or is it everyone's, or are you three staying together? Good question. Nathi's kind of got laser focus, so she, if people want, if she wants to take some of the angrier townspeople, she can, but we'll divert to Elspeth or Donovan, if they have a better idea. Honestly, that that doesn't sound like a bad idea. Mm. You know, we're looking for um, if, any prisoners they might have taken, mm-hmm. any you know, mm-hmm. townsfolk, any uh, you know, loot that Azar wants, magic items. Sure, let's do it. Um, Travis, maybe you should go with Nathi and uh, Donovan, and I will stay with Captain Oligoth, and we'll. Get this done. As the factions begin to split off, uh, Narthy, you encounter a pretty sizable faction of um, Durgar that are aligned with Jarrah, unfortunately. Um, and as you do battle, you are you have the natural capabilities of a leader in in the fray, but you do lose a few of them um, just in the battle, but you are able to fully rout said group. Donovan and Elspeth with Captain Arlegat. Um, are you, since Narthi's particularly going out to kill, uh, is there any, are you guys going particularly for treasure or? I think so. I think that's the, the main goal. Okay. Roll an an investigation check for me, please. Um, Can I just assist? I think your investigation's better than mine. Probably. It's plus eight. So, 28. 20? Oh, nice. Okay. You find the Frost Maiden. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. A Frost Maiden killing dagger. Uh, you begin to search around, and you, as you do, you find the private quarters of Zardarak. And you find a whole smattering of things, a lot of them built out of Shardalan. Um, knowing its effects, you are wary 
of touching it, let alone holding it. But there are a few things that you grab, some fine silks, some uh, gem-encrusted sandals, uh, and other things that are within his, uh, in his private dwelling, as well as a piece of paper with, for you, Donovan, very quickly you understand to be lock combinations, nine of them to be exact. Um, while in there, uh, Elspeth, you also notice a large uh, sculpture of a of a female Gurgar. She's completely nude, but she seems to have a through through some in, ingenious invention a crown similar to what you saw floating or not floating on. Um, Zardarak's head just kind of floating over her head as well as seven which you would know now because of what you found in Tourmaline seven Mind Flayer skulls at the base of this sculpture um, also sculpted um, if you would like to roll a religion check you I absolutely will I was going to cry if that was my nat 20 of the game, but uh, not quite. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Okay. You know it to be... In your readings at the Abbey, it's... Under dark writings, not particularly... Like, other than creatures and... Um, general civilization of Drow and Duragar. It's not the most extensive, but you do remember a small uh, snippet. Um, yeah. Uh, a small um, snippet of a god called Deep Duera, which is uh, a patron god of the Durgar specifically, um, particularly of psionics, due to what they believe she's the one that saved them, routed the Mind Flayer uh, holdings on Durgar. And she's a very venerated figure amongst those who are able to practice said abilities. Um, right, religious iconography. <clears throat> Probably not an entirely good idea to do anything to that, just because, I don't know, the last time I touched a religious icon, I sort of almost joined a cult. So... Um, yeah. Well, I'm gonna pull my rapier and I'm going to booming blade that Magic item. That, that ground. That you? I guess to. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do we just? That's that's got to be magic. But bad magic, good magic. Um. What happened to Zardarak's crown? Was it on the head? Uh, left it on the head unless you wanted it. Don't know that we would have taken the time to grab it right now. Yeah, that thing, because that thing might control the dragon. Uh, 
if this goes horribly wrong, go get a czar. Uh, I think Elspeth will just, um, Elspeth's just gonna, like, you know, grab a handkerchief or whatever wrapped around her hand and is just gonna see what happens if she tries to take the crown. Like, just, like, will it move? Oh. Just hovering there? Can she just pluck the it? The little away? hovering crown. Okay. Yeah, the little hovering crown. As you grab the crown, instantly you feel a gnawing at your brain. I need you to make a wisdom statement. I'm good at those, at least. This entire campaign is just a test to see which cult I end up in by the end of it. <laughs> uh, 23. 23. Immediately you feel as it feels like someone is taking a spoon and slowly scooping out your brain. Mm. And then eating it right on top. And as you feel this sensation, you you realize it is just a sensation and try and push it out. You still do take nine psychic damage. Woo! Yay, my favorite. As you try and like repiece your mind in that quick session of holding it or having this moment while holding this crown. And as you grab it and you hold it, it no longer floats. Okay. But as you look at it, it is like a tiny version of Zardarak's crown because it is made of charcoal. Right. Um, so I'm able to move it away from the statue? Like, <laughs> um, I will sort of look at it, wrap the rest of the handkerchief around it, <laughs> like, the bag, tuck it in next to, tuck it in, reach into my pocket, get that handkerchief wrapped amulet back out, stuff that back in the bag. Should, should, should we just, should we just destroy that? You remember should what happened the to... last time we tried to destroy a magical item? Yes, but but we've destroyed Shardalan before. It just tried to eat my brain. So why don't we take it for now, and then once we regroup with the others, maybe we can do it, you know, somewhere where people are new. Okay, okay. Uh, so I found I found nine combinations, which means that there are potentially nine locks that we should be uh, trying to get into. Right? Do we? I'm gonna look okay. in this room for any secret compartments or uh, trap triggers or doors or anything. Yeah, roll me a uh, investigation check. Uh, 16. 16. As you tap around searching, um, you do find at the, within Zardarak's closet, a false bottom. And I want to check the traps. Mm-hmm. 18. 18. As you kind of like 
look towards this false bottom and you lift it just a little bit, you feel a bit of tension there and you take one of your beast tools and you can feel a triggering mechanism. I will use Steve's tools to undo it. Okay. 21. 21. It is a particularly tricky combat or trap. There are multiple triggers within the trigger itself to prevent such a break-in. But as you are able to get that last trigger just popped off, you're able to confidently to know that it is the same. Perfect. Open it up. You open it up. And you can see on the, the lid of this trap, this contraption, which has a glass... Uh, container of what seems to be a small chunk of mineral in it. Um, But that's the trap, and within you find a hookah. Okay. Made of pure platinum. And embedded or very tastefully sapphire in a neat configuration. This is probably the most expensive thing you've ever held in your hands. I I will lift it out and if it fits in a bag, I'll put it in a bag. If not, I'll just carry it out. You just hold on to this hookah because if you ever seen a hookah, sometimes those this one's a big boy. Like the solid ones that you can find at those hookah bars that are about like three feet tall with like normal hoses. Uh one of the uh individuals in our group that is strong but not not a great fighter. Oh, if Mark. There is You're one. talking about Mark. Okay, got it. Well, yeah. I don't want to give this to Mark. <laughs> no, because not Mark. He might drop it. Ah, good point. I just want to have somebody else carry it because I don't want to carry it. Okay. Uh, you pass uh... it off to somebody. Roll me an insight check. Yeah, you could just drop it off at the gatehouse. Oh, no. Where's ours? Yeah, we could just drop it off at the czar. Uh, um, as I hand it off, I say, if you take this, I will find you uh, with a six. Six. They seem trustworthy. All right. As they take it from your hands and they leave the group. Narthi, go ahead and roll me another d20. As you continue your onslaught through. So, did I recognize that person from any particular town? Uh, nondescript. Um, Something. he looked middle-aged-ish. Captain Ar- Arlegas, you know that person? Uh, no, I'm not sure. I believe um, uh, probably one of the Bremen folk. Bremen. That's the that's the bad place, or is it a good place? We didn't make it to Bremen. Hmm. Oh, but it wasn't the uh, the Zintarum place. Okay. 
Well. All right. Mark, keep 16. an eye on And 16 for you, James. 16. Um, you continue the onslaught. You find folks from Grandolfo faction. You find others from Zardarath. And this time around, you're able to keep a solid grasp on your uh, newly minted fighters. Definitely in that first bow, there were a few who were overzealous and got out of formation and stepped out and were quickly dispatched. But this yeah. time around, those that are around you listened very attentively before they saw those that didn't die. Yes. Um, and you continue through. Like a school um, of swordfish. Yes. Mm-hmm. School of swordfish. Elspeth and Donovan, you continue through your adventures into this place, and Amazar, is there any, or like, you're just resting, right? Yeah, just take a short rest. Okay. Um, eh, I'm okay to dilate time for this. You get your short rest. Okay. Um, I also want to, so that, so that, uh, trap contraption, um, that looks like that if this breaks, it would explode potentially. Potentially. You don't quite know what it does. You haven't investigated it quite yet. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm going to take it just because if mm. it's something that can be thrown, but if it looks highly unstable carrying it around, I might not. Okay. Um, Roll me an investigation check first. And then if you wish to take it... Um, uh, you can have please. an assist on the investigation if you want it. 20, 25 investigation. 25. <laughs> you look at the contraption that is before you and you realize that once the trigger happens, um, there's a tiny hammer that's going to break the glass around this mineral. And the mineral itself is held by two almost like tiny cloths that are just like holding it in suspended air. Um, that is what you can get from it through the tubing. Um, and you can see that it is possible to dislodge this tubing that is holding this mineral inside. Okay. Well, I'm going to pick it. Okay. Do you want to put it in the bag of horrible objects? (laughs) (laughs) Roll me a a thief's tool just to dislodge it. Uh, 23. 23. Working carefully, you are able to pop it off on both sides. And there you have this tube with a I wouldn't say pure white but it is kind of like an off-white crystal that's just being held there um crystal and almost like a salt sense if you will not like precious crystal okay yeah Azar you you feel rested enough do you 
Do you wish to do anything, join anybody? Uh, I'll look around for whoever's close by. Close by? Um, roll me a d20. Odds you join up with Narthi and you join with Donovan and elsewhere. That is a six. Six? You feel rested enough and as Donovan and Elspeth are starting to make their way back down to find more things, you join up with them. Hi, guys. Feeling better? Yep. Did, did you see, uh, did you see a, a gentleman come through here with a giant platinum hookah? No. Should I have? <sighs> I gave it to one of the town's folks. How to... much for restarting yep. that bar? <laughs> Um, there's a whole bucket of Shardlin weapons downstairs, but I... It's iffy if we want to, you know, just touch them, given the nature of, you know, what the Shardlin does. But they're there. We know where they are. Yeah, I'd rather have just, like, regular magic weapons. If they, I mean, they they made that dragon thing. They've got to have magical stuff around here, right? Yes. Um, we can uh, continue on. Oh, uh, don't touch anything in the bag. It's cursed again. Isn't it always cursed? I don't think I've ever actually managed to get rid of enough items to uncurse it, so we'll just assume that it's always been cursed. Good idea. I did, uh, I did find a, a, a strip, a piece of paper with nine combinations on it. So, uh, so there's, again, combination locks somewhere around here, but I don't, I haven't found them yet. Okay. It might be a big Somewhere or something. Or a that makes sense. Oh, so like downstairs? Potentially. Oh, yeah, we're supposed to let the prisoners out for Daryl. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, we should... Well, we should probably go downstairs. Dungeons would be lower, probably. I hope there aren't any more dragons in them. That would be too on the nose. <laughs> well, let's go find out. So you three descend using the elevator contraption, not the one that came up. Oh, no, they would have to keep going up and down. It, would be, it wouldn't be an infinity thing. Never mind, lies. You, you find the, the elevator room once more, and you are able to descend downwards. Um, and it seems that the Grandolfo faction, with the assistant of Narthi um, and your initial fighting... Uh, seems to be holding or taking the tide of battle, if you will. And you have to skirt around the civil war that is currently breaking out. Um, but you go through the doorways in which Zardarak uh, came through. And as you go deeper within, um, you, you meander around for a bit before turning a left corner and you can see a very large metal-plated door with a keyhole, um, but it is a very foreboding metal door. Very I'll, uh I'll go back to Zardarok's body, see if he has a key on him. Uh, if you go back to Zardarok's body, you do not find it where you left it. Do I find it? Uh, roll me investigation check. Uh, I get advantage of this. 
picturing us just pressed up against the wall, like scooting past this fight. Like, nope, don't mind us. We're just we're just looting the place. It's all good. Thank you. Carry on. Good job. Plus, I only have plus one on anything that I actually use. Uh, investigation with advantage is a seventeen. Seventeen. Um. Yeah. You look around for Zardarak's body that has been munched on a bit by uh, Killer and Bucky. You look upwards and you can see it has currently been strung up onto the ceiling area by some chains and just dangling there headless. Okay, I'll go get it. (laughs) Uh, It is about 30 feet up. Doesn't matter. Short rest, I can fly. Oh, boom! <laughs> you launch out there, you grab on, you hold on, and you just dangle a bit with this thing. As they're still fighting around you, um, but you look and you you search the body. Yeah, just rifle through the body. Rifle through. Um, the man doesn't have any keys on them. Okay, I'll just hop back down. Hop back down. And you land, and you see one of these Durgar coming towards you. Um, Seriously? Just gunning for you, and it's enlarged at the moment, and it's going to take a strike at you. I get mine first. Uh, that's a natural 20, and I'd like to make a con save, please. Uh, that's a fail. Yeah, he's stunned, and he can't move. Can we just say he's dead? Yeah, quickly, he's just like... And you tap him right at the nerve, right at the back of the knee. And you it's like, take his up. weapon away. It's like, look, I wasn't trying to fight you. You should be fighting these other guys. And I'll just like aim for um, just to the, see, his anatomical left of his sternum and just one punch to the heart and just drop him. Yeah, just one. And as you do that, you still see him just kind of standing there frozen. And as you walk away, Eventually, you just hear a as it eventually falls down. Like, and the rest of you leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you see a couple of them that were about to do the charge and, like, <laughs> ah! and fight some other Durgar. But yeah, you return back to Donovan and Elspeth without. Uh, yeah, he didn't have a key, sorry. So, check for traps. Go ahead. 25. It is untrapped. Try and pick it. Mm-hmm. It's not as good. 15. 15. This oh, fight sorry, 16. Is... 16. 16? Um, still the same, unfortunately. Despite it being a very large locking that you can enter in there, you do see that the it's it's a facade. You look inside and the interior is a very complex mechanism of multiple clicks and latches that a very unique key would be necessary to open. Um, unfortunately, your skills at the moment were not up to par. We bust this thing down. You can give it a shot. Can we find something to use as like a battering ram and have a smaller handful of faction 
assist us? I'd rather, I mean, I, I didn't think I broke the lock. I'd rather just keep trying the lock if that's a possibility. Maybe give it one more shot. I will pat you and give you guidance so you can... Okay. This is where the, uh, the, uh, failure just takes time mechanic is, is good. Yeah. Uh, 21. 21. You go in for a second go. And you get a solid way through the tumblers. Just like clicking past. And it seems that the lock has a secondary level, if you will, that just stumps you. I can't can't get through this. It's it's more complex than, than I was ready for. I need a second set of tools. Does the door open inward or outward? Yeah, the hinges are out now. Um, it would it would be a going into it door. Okay, I, I would like to just go back out into the forge. I mean, they've got to have like you know hammers and pry bars and things for moving heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just find like a really large pry bar. Okay, and. See if I can get a couple of people, maybe a Dwergar, and just like, come here. <laughs> okay. You don't have to convince any Dwergar who are currently having a civil war, but you do have the entourage that are with Donovan and Elspeth um, to assist you. Uh, yeah, make an athletics check with advantage to try and pry open the door. First one is a 16. Second one is a 23. 23. This door was made not to be entered. And as you try and press in with this crowbar, it just bends from the force that you put onto it. But the door is, is a tough door. I'm just going to sit there and firebolt the lock. Just machine gun firebolt constantly at the lock. (laughs) Well, since there's a shit ton of things... Oh, wait. I see an Elspeth thinking moment. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Azar, did you see um, our new Duragar leader anywhere when you were in the other room? The lady? Yes. Do I see her surrounded by all her guys shooting arrows? You did not see Grendolfa um, on the floor this time. Uh, Because I feel like there's got to be a key for this door somewhere, and if we didn't find it in Zadarok's chambers and we didn't find it on his body, that probably means that somebody else had the same idea we had and already took it, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was her. So... Let's find some other doors. Maybe with the combinations that Donovan has. Any of these doors seem like they might be a wizard? I used to have a book that had a very handy spell in it that <laughs> opened doors, but I don't have it anymore and I couldn't use it in the first place, so... Meanwhile, you just hear Donovan just throwing firebolt, firebolt, firebolt on this door. 
Roll me. Roll me three d twenty. You fire forty eight fireballs that do uh. nothing to the door. Um, twenty three twenty eight. Oh, three. It's sorry, three, three of them. Twenties. Oh, three d twenties. Sorry. Uh, 14, 13, and 3. Oof. Okay. Yeah. This door. Solid door. Very solid door. Yeah, Zars is going to go off and look for something else. This is dull already sport. Mm-hmm. As you all begin to search around. Narthy, we go back to you. As you are finding your way through, um, you see off to the side of your eye just a simple door made of stone. Um, but you can hear some muttering behind it. In what tongue? Or is it just muffled? Oh, right. That would be Those D20s, those weren't attack rolls, were they? They were just D20s? Just D20s. Okay. Um. Yeah. Do you know Infernal? I know Primordial, but not Infernal, no. Well, then you just hear this very soft hiss whispering through this door. Does anyone here understand what the noise is coming from behind this this wall door? And you surrounded by a bunch of townsfolk and a couple of soldiers all look at you like... Uh, right. So I didn't need... Right. Apologies <laughs> for thinking land dwellers were educated. Go up to the door and kind of knock on it. See if I can... See if there's a way to open it on my end. Um, you just want to open it? But the way that you said that, probably not. Um, <laughs> I'm going to use my divine sense and detect if I can detect something good or evil from behind this location. Mm. You put out your sense there, and behind this door is something very evil. Mental note um, of where this place is. Turn to two of the townspeople. All right, you two, I want you to guard this door. No one is to enter or open this door before I come back with people who probably can deal with this, i.e. Elspeth. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I speak in for yeah, I was going to say, I was, uh, <laughs> may have picked up along the way that she she just seems educated. I speak a lot of languages. Uh, so, no one is to open this door. Do you understand? Yes, yes, ma'am. Right. And where are we? Are we in like just a random room, or is, does it? Oh, uh, like you're in a hallway. You found yourself to the lower floors. Oh, so okay. So if we are in the lower floors, I'm assuming these are probably prisoners. Um, continue on, post up, and actually, um, you there, 
Yes, you. Please, I want you to go up and find Elspeth. Do you know who I speak of? Um. Drow. Pale. Lover of um the captain of the guard. Oh, yes. Yes. Um. Yes. Oh. It's Perfect. Everybody saw my walk of shame. <laughs> yeah, the entire yeah. <laughs> All whoever all nine of them turn and are like, oh, what? Is this the key? Oh Emdra's <laughs> uh, lover is another time. Yes. Lady Elspeth. Emdra's lover. Emdra's lover. Um I believe they have been for so, quite some time. I do not know. But please, you two wait here. You go find her. We will continue releasing the prisoners from downstairs and destroying the uh, Durgar presence here. Can you extend that one? We're gonna. We're gonna know. So that way, um, it's not just going up against the stores that are very difficult. Um, <laughs> Hello? Hello? Got it. Mm-hmm. What do I find? Eventually, all oh, begin to yeah. um, free a manner of prisoners, and the battle seems to be starting to quell as the last remaining bits of the Sunblight faction are quelched. Are blotted. Blotted out. That's bad. (laughs) Um, Eventually, Narthi and Elspeth, and does Donovan and Nazar join as well? Sure. Have I damaged this door at all? Have you just been going at this door? Yeah. I mean, I, as far as I know, if you if you fight a door long enough, you can defeat it. <laughs> Doors only have an AC of eight, away. right? That's how it works. Yeah, but just, it's a metal door, you know. <laughs> keep going at this door, and eventually you, after a solid, like, two, three minutes of sweating... And eventually having to take off the cloak and just like keep chucking it at. You can see the dent- indentation begin to happen as you damage this lock more and more and more. And then eventually, you just. He turns around and everybody's gone. Yep. <laughs> Everyone has left you after that. Set, after like the cloak came off. So I got to be here for a while. It's going to be here for a while. Uh, well, now that it's open, I... Shit. I'm going to have to... Uh, I'm going to see what's behind this door. Yeah. You open this door, and as you walk in, you can see... One. Two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different chests. Behind a massive portcullis gate. And as you look to the right, you can see uh, an indentation in the wall that is particularly um, unique. And you would assume a hand would fit in there. It's a trap. Well, let's see if a mage is in there. Um, let me rephrase. The indentation is shaped like the negative of a hand. Ah, okay. Yeah. 
but a very unique one. It's a biometric lock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I try, I try mage hand out and hit into it. <laughs> As you do, you see your mage hand. Oh, wait, no, it's... It's invisible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, I will uh, I'll, I'll go find the rest of them and come back. Okay, so you you leave eventually. We go back to Elspeth, Zara, and Narthy as you appear before the door as the two guards are just standing there. It's like giving you the nod, Narthy. Uh, Elspeth, I did note something of quite evil energy and a hissing. I don't understand it, but it sounds like something you might. I'll go take a listen and see if I can figure out what's up. Mm-hmm. We'll approach this, the door and listen. At this point, you approach the door. Uh, you do not hear any of the whispering that Narthi spoke of. In, in having spoken many under aquatic languages before, could I recreate some of the hissings or noises that I, I would have remembered. Make me a performance check. Okay. That's uh, a 14. Maybe I have a plus something to it. One second. Uh, oh, plus five. 19. 19. You get a pretty fair approximation. Um, it's a little different because the hissing sound, it, it is much more of a land kind of yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah, Because in water, it'd be like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> glub, yeah. glub, 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 glub. Yeah, but, <laughs> you like that, Tommy? Uh, <laughs> but you, uh... Yub, yub. Mm-hmm. You, you try and recreate <laughs> the sounds that you hear from some of the heat vents that you've heard from uh, down below, as that has been a um, release of steam. It sounded like this. <laughs> <laughs> but, is it, but is it at least enough that I can parse out that it sounds like it might have been infernal you get the sense that it was a um a fiendish language okay fiendish. in and that I, yes. in that case if i think it might be fiendish because i do speak infernal i will just uh approach the door and say you know in infernal like is anybody in there And you wait a moment before you hear. Uh, hello? Hello? Hi. What's your name? Ah, my name is Clondorn. And, uh, why are you here? I live here. Right. So this is going to very quickly become an untenable place to live. If we open the door... Can you open the door? Are you imprisoned here currently, or are you hiding? Oh, I am... Imprisoned is a good word. Right. So, if I open this door uh, is something very dreadful going to happen or should I just leave? why don't you tell me a little more about why you're in here and maybe what you were muttering earlier that so disturbed my friend um oh 
Yeah, I mean, it's all you are near that door. Um, do they... I forget. what it, for, for the detect thoughts, are you just doing surface level or...? Surface thoughts. Okay, and you can just hear those immediately? Yeah. Okay. Um, as you do detect thoughts, there is two that you do feel in there. Um, one of them is very dazed and just kind of, you just get little tidbits of thirst, hungry, uncomfortable. And then you feel another one, another one, Uh, you feel another... (laughs) You feel another uh, thought process in the corner that is hostile and ready. It's a, it's a, I forget. I can't remember if they announced it. And James, they, they were speaking in Infernal, correct? Back and forth? Uh, that first voice that you heard was being spoken in common. Oh. Oh, the one that responded to my infernal was in yes. common? Okay. So, because I, I was going to say then, so the Narthi's like, that's not the voice that I heard earlier. Right. Absolutely not the same cadence. Okay. It's not the same voice, correct, James? I would not. Yeah. It's definitely not this. The And if Azar will confirm, yes. I'm sure. There's, there's two people in yeah. there. Yes. A two. Uh. All right, so we're already starting off on a bad foot here. Switch to Infernal. Why don't you just declare yourself now before we have to come in there and do this in an unpleasant way? This language you are speaking, I do not seem to quite understand it. I'm not talking to you. And the other voice or other uh, other thought process um, is are you here is just a you hear a help like a desire for help but then you hear the voice come back and comments like there's no one else here besides me Oh, you said that in common? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say in common, I can read your mind. I know you're lying. (laughs) Don't bother. That's a strange thing to say. I'm all alone. If you could just uh, open the door, I'd greatly appreciate it. I'll say out loud. How about we just um, barricade this door and leave them in there to starve? I think that's a wonderful idea. I mean, it's really up to you. I'm just the translator. And since no one wants to talk to me... Okay, if you're gonna lie, we're just gonna uh, block up the door so you can't get out and leave you there to starve, okay? Oh, oh where did you guys go? I can't believe... <laughs> like, I, it, I had the door open! Right? Oh, okay. wonderful! Whew. I had the door open! ripping in sweat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, we can go back there next once we're finished. Um, apparently, right. bricking this door over or something. Oh, we gotta break another door open. 
No, 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 we're going like, to break no, it no. up. Keep no, it close. Fix it shut so they can't get out. There's a guy in there. He's lying and he's apparently evil. Well, tell us what's going on, so we're to, just going to leave them in the starve to death. To be fair, perhaps he's not lying. He might not know that the other presence is there. Correct. Could be Actually, no, I'm sorry. He'll actually die of thirst before he starves. I'm sorry. Uh, Very loud. So Very loudly <laughs> having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> do, do either of them know Daryl? Do either of you know Daryl? I will say in both common and infernal. Um, <laughs> the voice comes back. It's like I do not why understand why you keep saying either. There's only me here. I do not know this Daryl, but I would be happy to help you if you just. What is me. your name again? My name is Clondorn. Clondorn. Are you also um, Daragar? Yes. I don't oh. believe you. <laughs> I thought you believed me. You hesitated too much. I don't. This is my natural speaking pattern. Sometimes I, it is very hard to speak in common as well, you know? I will switch and say, would you prefer that we speak in Dwarvish then? Great. Yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, that is actually much better. I didn't, uh, I didn't realize I was told that someone in here was speaking in Infernal. I do not know why you keep thinking that someone in here is speaking Infernal. So one of my friends ha- can- has the ability to read minds and is getting two signals. So you aren't possessed, are you? Have you made a pact with a demon recently? Or a devil? Do you have like a really fancy amulet with a black sword on it, perhaps? Why would I have a fancy amulet? I just work here and... I mean, okay, okay. <laughs> I will be straight. Zadarak locked me in here. He didn't like me. Thought I was attempting a coup. And then... as what I get. I, I don't know why this acting is going. But that's just what happens. Right. Um. So, all right. So you were attempting a coup. Were you attempting the coup on behalf of... I keep forgetting her name... Uh, Gridolfa, or were you acting as your own agent? I was just doing my work. <laughs> right, okay. There is, in fact, a coup happening at the moment, is why I ask. <laughs> and as you say that, <laughs> Narthy just pushes past you and opens the door. Yeah. Narthy. <laughs> I'm going to, sorry, Narthy's over it and is, yes. Not not push and doesn't want to push Elspeth. Oh no if, no no! Is but is if the, if we can sense because again the, the the divine sense that Narthi has done that it's right behind the door. Open, grab, pull, close, and then just be like, <laughs> "Enough is enough." You you wanted me to talk to him. No, not you. I'm not no. upset at you. I'm upset at this stupid thing. That's blah 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 blah. Talky 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 talky. And as you do, um. Does a 18 and a 20 hit? Me? Yeah. The 18 just hits, but in a reaction, we'll cast something momentarily. Hold on. While you're casting that, welcome uh, for the raid. Thank you, Sky. Sky McSparkle. McSparkle, yay! (laughs) Sky McSparkle, what a cute name. I think I have. I think I have a shield of faith or something. Hold on. 
I don't think that's a reaction. Oh, it's that's not. A Never mind, then. I probably am just going to take it. Take it all. Okay. Yeah. As you do it, and you look in very briefly, you just see a large statue of a, um, a naked uh, dwarven woman. And chained to it, you see a figure. But before you even get time to clock what it is, you watch and you turn as two orange lights of fireballs just shoot, hit you in the face. And I'm... Small balls of fire? Or fireball? No, small balls of fire. Small balls of fire. This tracks. Full circle. Exactly. You take 20 fire damage. 20 fire damage? 20 fire damage. 20 fire damage. Ain't nothing but a thing. Well, I'm glad you were standing in front for that one. No offense. None taken. So, uh, sorry, did Narthy go into the room? What exactly happened? Literally open the door, grab, pull, try and slam it shut, but it looks like before. So I've did Narthy whacked. grab the thing that attacked yes. or something no, else? Grab this annoying thing that is talking, talking, well, okay. talking, talking. Is it even there, though? Because what he just described did not include something standing right behind the That's door. That's a good point. So I don't know. Open the door. There's nothing immediately to grab, which you're right. like, what? And then you just see two fireballs go. Right. Thank you. Okay. Got it. Does that throw me off of holding the door? Like, do I go, ah! And now the door is open? Yeah, the door is open. I want to look at the statue. Does it look like the other one? It looks like Dituera, and at the base of it, um, with the light that you all are bringing in, you can see a chained illithid mind player Fuck. with none of its face tentacles. I'm and just... He is scarring across its head, but yeah. I look at him and I go... So you're not a Duragar, then? And then like you drop look- into the corner. It's like, oh, you have saved me from this terrible creature as a uh, Duragar walks forward to you. He has this long robe and, like, a hat. Um, and it looks a little, like, uh, it's it's been... It looks like it's a little bit rabid and tattered, but he's like, oh, thank you so much. I'll hex and blast him. Uh, hmm? I'll hex and I'll blast it, it, it just blasted Northy. Because no way the illithid just threw fire. It's <laughs> chained up and it's been mutilated. Yeah. As you do, you hex it and you just throw a... Uh... Two Elders Blast. Go ahead. I'll throw Sorry. a firebolt in there too. C- clarifying, are you hexing and doing this to the statue or the no, Duragar? the Duragar that just threw Great. fire. I'm just, ch- I'm just checking. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. All right. uh, just, it's like a Scooby-Doo where everybody's like around. It's exactly around. what I imagined too. <laughs> after it's like this. It's like one, that's, two, three, four all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that's 17 and a 22. Both, okay. Maybe we're the bad guys. <laughs> you shouldn't be throwing fire at people. That's 15 for the first one. And... Oh, 14, so 29 damage. Damn, okay. And for the firebolt, what'd you get? 17 to hit. 17 hits. Nine points of damage. Did oh. you roll 2d10 because... 
14 points of damage. There we go. Just like as three um, <laughs> bolts of energy just blast this Durgar backwards. He's like, and as he gets up and wipes his face, almost like, oh, I don't, um, as if it were like makeup, but magical almost. You kind of just like see it just like wipe away his face. And there is a green fleshed figure with eyes very similar to what you saw, Narthi, with the yellow um, and the slit with the red around that you saw in Zardarak. And you can see on the left side where the hat that he was wearing is actually just like a long ear that extends outward and he just has these bristles that slowly this Durgar form melts away and standing before you is this bipedal creature with long forearms, long tail barbs everywhere and it just kind of Fuck. I, the player, am pretty sure I know what that is and I'm not happy about it. You should have just talked to us. Should we close the door? <laughs> we should not be here. Um. Does Elspeth know what it is? Can I roll to see? Because I, I if Elspeth knows I what know, it is, yeah. But can I roll yeah, to see if Elspeth might have they, uh... heard of it? Uh, religion? History? History would be great if you'll let me. Yeah. I'm much better at history because, well, well when I can find my mom. Well, that doesn't look like it takes fire damage. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, no. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, good. I But I probably do know what it is or have heard of something like it. What's my mom? Yeah, that's another dirty 20. I'm so yep. good at remembering things today. <laughs> um, you know, now the book in the Abbey. This Abbey is very well stocked with books. <laughs> it's um, literally all I had to do it's, was read. It's books full of nightmares is what is in there. <laughs> <laughs> We're an order of death clerics. We collect creepy shit. Um, and it's, uh, you were looking at a folio for death books. And a common one. Um, not very high ranking, particularly, but it is, uh, it's a barbed devil. It is a barbed devil. It's better than the other thing it could have been, to be fair. What were you thinking it was going to be? Oh, I thought it was going to be a uh, Grace Lod. <laughs> oh, oh no, you're good, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I was Ooh, like, we're gonna good. die. <laughs> um, but yeah, he just this devil hisses at you and you can see one fireball, two fireball and just flings them towards y'all. Um, we'll just draw one. One at Elspeth, one at Azar. Um, Elspeth, that's um, a uh, 22 to hit for you, Azar. Sorry, what was it for me? A uh, natural one. Okay. I just didn't hear if you said it missed or what. Great. I duck. As that gets flung forward and then 13 fire damage to you. Uh, but reaction for my interception, so you only take 3 damage, because that's 10 to block. Nice. As you reach your shield over, just like... <laughs> 
having seen this devil's tricks before. He's like, and you can just see it like slowly starting to scurry up onto the statue and just like hold its position like like a bipedal lizard just kind of like looking at you like all right so i guess this is how it's gonna be started it yes are you is it speaking common again yeah okay well actually at this point you would hear it in your brains Hmm, interesting do we have time for this uh kind of turn to (laughs) uh, well we can't just leave it i don't think and i'm gonna uh need a wisdom saving throw as i told the dead okay um let's see here where's the d20 oh it's got a that is a and also has advantage on saving throws because of magical resistance so that is a 23 okay it will it will resist it anything else anyone wants I'll keep on blasting away at it. Yeah, blast away. Yeah, that'll miss. Uh, that'll be a 22 for a second. Oh, hell yeah. Six. Uh, that's a nine points of damage. Total. Nine points of damage. Okay. I'll just like... Um, Duck back around the door. Donovan and Northy, anything you'd like to do? I'll try. Uh, I guess. Is, mm, is there anyone next to it? Any? No, it is currently just perched up on the statue with the uh, chained up illithid at the base of the statue. Um. Dang. Well, I'm gonna go in and booming blade it then. You rush in. You leap on top of this large statue to just like get a good swipe through or it's a raker go ahead (laughs) 10 (laughs) 10 you get on and one of the skulls that are at the base of this statue you just like try like push off and you're like (laughs) and your foot slips and you just don't get enough purchase and you just like and the booming blade just goes Okay, and then I'm gonna move. just, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I'll do two attacks at it. One was a 14 and one was a 21. 14. It is a little difficult on that first leap up, just trying to, like, get over there. But the second one, you're able to very quickly just, like, two strikes. And so the second one hits. Smack, smack, smack. All right. Ah, enough. It's only a seven damage, though. Uh, seven damage? Seven, yeah. Okay. As you poke in, this bar does like, and he leaps down at you, um, and he's going to take three melee attacks at you, Narthy. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Um, oof. But does a 22 hit? Yes. Okay. So as it leaps down, it the purchase that it had just prevents it from getting its two swipes of its claws. But as it lands down like a cat, it whips its tail around and catches you on the back end for eh, nine damage. Right. 
Okay, well, anything you four would like to do? I would, <laughs> I was to say, I would like to, uh, if you'll let me go first, Azar, I want to drop a guiding bolt to try to give somebody advantage on the next. Um, and as I do this, I also want to look at the Illithid and try to open my mind to it to kind of, like, I don't actually have any psychic or psionic powers anymore because I don't have crystal, but I want to kind of look and see if I can get some sort of, like, high contact and sort of give it the invitation to talk to me if it wants to. See if I can find out if he's gonna maybe be able to help us, or at least find out if he's hostile or not. Uh, Guiding Bolt is a 25 to hit. Oh, that hits. Yeah, so that's gonna be 10 radiant damage, plus uh, next attack gets advantage as he glows with the radiance, with the black light radiance of my death god. (laughs) Dark. Would you like that, Donovan? Would you like to take advantage, Donovan? Donovan? Yes. Go ahead. I could. Yeah. Yeah. We're playing loose here. (laughs) All right. There ain't no rules in this here fight. (laughs) So that's a natural 20. On a sneak attack. All the d6s. Just roll every die you have. So I'll just I'll just double I'll just double well, I'll roll it again. You roll. Or, yeah, we double, did this last week. No, I mean it's it's actually a good roll. Um, 11, 16, 18, double. Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Thirty-six plus four. Four. Forty-one. Wow. Claim your kill. <gasps> yeah, I just like uh, step on the illithid and just jam <laughs> the the rapier just into the side of this thing as it was focused all of its attention on Marthy. Mm-hmm. And as you do this, you're like aiming for it. You step on the illithid and you feel just like a a nudge in your brain of just like, please get off. Um, <laughs> oh, buddy. Um, but right before you stab, you see Elspeth's black light energy just like <laughs> strike him in the side, and he turns to hiss over that way. And you can see with the guiding bolt, almost as if it just like like a magnet, just you're about to puncture in, and you just feel it take your arm just about a centimeter down. Mm. You like, <laughs> straight through the ribs. You can see it poke out the other end. It's like. <laughs> Go and home. <laughs> erupts into a cloud of smoke, and it just reeks of sulfur and brimstone. And then I'll get off and say, "Sorry, Elephant." So, Donovan, you got the door open? <laughs> I'm gonna step out. Uh... I don't think we should let that thing live. And then I kind of, I just kind of whisper that and then step out. You just killed it. (laughs) (laughs) If I look at this illithid, do I get any sort of response Mm -hmm. or communication? And you open up your mind. And... You, you you ask for you ask if 
I mean, now that anything prior. dead, I can kind of speak out loud to it, too. And just be like, mm-hmm. I, are you... What... What do we do with you? And you hear in your brain, you're just like... Kill me. And you can see as it turns its head, just like a large scar mark all the way across its head. Uh-huh. I will walk up to him and I will uh we're gonna kind of flavor this but I'm essentially gonna do like a like an inflict wounds um and just put him out of his misery oh the dead he's already damaged actually I'm gonna do a I, I will make this as an a kind of an attack but in a gentle sort of way but I will do vampiric touch because then I get some HP back from him. (laughs) Sucking the life out of him. Thought it'd take 20 years with them to do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Wow! (laughs) Wow, guys! (laughs) Uh, It's a 25 to hit. Yeah. It's definitely... And it, 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 it doesn't even move. Right. He it doesn't seem like he's gonna resist me or anything. So. Oh, buddy. Um, very apologetic, and I will whisper a little prayer to Kellumvor and like, I know this isn't really your mode, but if you could make it easier, just. And I rolled seventeen for damage. Well, it only had nine hit points left. Great. So he's gone, and I will get. Um, half of that wow. that I dealt back in HP. Nice. And you just hear a very momentary thank you in your brain before its head just kind of walls off to the side. Right, so Donovan, <laughs> you got the door open! <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, there's a portcullis in the way, so that's next, but... Uh... What? <sighs> yeah. I can't decide if I love or hate the security in this place. But there are nine chests in there. <laughs> so there are potential nine mimics for us to fight next time. <laughs> but as you go over and you take them back, um, I think Elspeth and Azar would very quickly ascertain that the handprint is Zardarax, but the gauntlet. Hey, go fetch. Go fetch, you get it. And you realize it's not a gauntlet. It's literally his arm that you just, like, pop off. This guy is the actual worst. We all agree, yeah. <laughs> um, and you open it, and because you have the codes, um, yeah, I'll... You have the code, so you easily open it. Um, in the first chest, <gasps> da, 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 da. you get a, you find a dozen stopper gourds, each holding a, um, some liquid, and as you sniff it, it's, uh, it's almost got a cinnamon smell, but just innately as you hold the gourds they're quite hot 
But it doesn't seem like the gores themselves or even the chest are producing heat. And you're, you're intelligent enough to realize it's probably the liquid inside. Okay. Second one. Shots. 12 shots. Got it. <laughs> shots. <laughs> Second one holds a golden mask. And as you look at it, Elspeth, you kind of, as you're perusing this gold mask, the facial features are very similar to your own. And it's, uh, the mask is drow in visage. And also, apparently, it's laying on a bed of a lot of money. Someone else can count it. Zara doesn't have that patience. Yeah, we're just, I mean, we're gonna end up, uh... Just have someone... I'll, I'll, I'll detail it out. Yeah. Uh, we, we've yeah. got we've got friends who can help us drag all this stuff back to Prince Shander and we're gonna have to you know help build ten towns with some of this yes. for sure. Well, like we're gonna build like four towns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next, you find a chalice. Um. And it, the base of it, kind of looks like four spider legs wrapped around the cup, and the chalice itself is like the thorax of the spider with the shaft being the rest of the spider like the head and all um with obsidian inlaid at the eyes is he wolf worshippers next you find a uh spider silk robe and as you unfold it within there seems to be a wand that has more spider iconography well, I certainly defeated a lot of drought. Yes, still seem that way. Um, Elspeth, you'd probably uh, be the one to roll a history check for this. Probably. <laughs> the wand? Oh, for a different thing. Um, I, god damn, uh, that's a 23 on the history of whatever you're about to tell me. <laughs> you know that drow tend to use this spider silk for multiple purposes, clothing included. And you basically have this, the cloak itself, this robe, is a, uh, it's called a puwafu. Okay. Uh, and it is just, uh, like a short mantle with a little hood. Um, with that, in the next chest, you find a amber headdress with large purple pearls. Um, Donovan, as you look at this, this is like, no, this is the most expensive thing you have ever held in your life. <laughs> Mark, uh, hold on to this. No. <laughs> just, no, no, don't, just put it all in my bag. What, what? We'll, we'll identify oh, all of shit. it later. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, um, this will be a uh, ritual, bag. identify ritual later. Yes. Oh, good, getting back into our normal bedtime routine. Lay <laughs> <laughs> the bear trap. And, uh, <laughs> and identify all the objects. And identify no. all the objects. Next. Um, you open it. Donovan, and I think all of you would immediately recoil oh, good. at 
the carving of this statue. Um, it's a creature that is known across the plains, even in small towns, just the legends that go around it. It is a small statue of the Demigorgon. Great. Uh, we'll be leaving that one. Close yeah, the yeah. lid. <laughs> it's like one of our, but different. <laughs> and then the next chest, as you open it, you see as you open it, you're very quick to kind of close it because little bits of yellow spore started to just emanate. Not as a trap, but just like within it. And as you carefully open it, you see inside a small a small skeleton. Almost gnomish in size. But it is completely encrusted with this yellow mold that has enwrapped itself. But inside you can see the eyes um, are of gemstone. I'm not touching that. Oh, what is this? And then the last chest. It is, as you open it, it's a rapier. Black hilt with silver um, design around the hilt, and it comes out into a flourish on the uh, it's a it's a bell hit that just kind of comes around. Right, everything except the horrifying statue and the moldy skeleton into the bag. <laughs> Is it a bag of holding? No, it's just very bulky. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like getting. It's like one of those IKEA tote bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, we've never... Look, we have never found anything particularly, like, in the normal mm-hmm. useful category while we're up here. The economy yeah. is terrible, because it's always winter. I'll, um, um, I'll take my ice troll hand out and stick it in one of the chests and, like, take some of the things and put it in my stuff to distribute. <laughs> yeah. I... I think we can also just, if these chests are not like bolted down or anything, I think we yeah. just suggest that a couple of our strong guys just carry the chest with the money in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I definitely want to pock, like, pocket as much oh, yeah. platinum as I can just in my own pot, in my own pouch, which is dangerously low. Is there yeah. any other business here, or can we? go. Uh, but we still need it. to free Daryl's family. Yeah. <sighs> right. Was, was that done? I feel like that's... That we were just I at. feel like that was done. Easily yeah. enough. Um, you do find Daryl's family. Um, you do see a few of them with nubs for arms that seem to be regrowing. Mm. Um, but they are grateful as you direct them towards Daryl, who embraces them with. Um, oh. um, on the way, on the way out. Do you mind looking at something for us, and then reference the yellow spore something or other on the way up, and ask them if they know what it is. 
or what that would be. Uh, yeah, they quite quickly. It's like, oh, and you hear it in their brain or in your brain. It's like that is yellow mold. It is. Um, oh, <laughs> go fig. It's it's quite poisonous. So be careful. But they do not go out the door with you. Um, they actually, if you do watch them, you do find that there is an entrance to the Underdark here that they do go into. All right. Well, yeah. Go. And then I think that we should, you know, head back to town. Yes. How's the morning? Keep Sardarok's arm. He's Zardarok's arm? Yeah. It is just made of Chardolin. Just stick it in the chest of stuff that we've got. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Makes Marrowhead for that. Now we uh, can have a chest of cursed items. <laughs> I definitely like uh, the idea of doing fire uh, fire arrowheads, some more of those. That's mm. a good idea. All right. uh, we're going to haul everything back to Brinchander. <laughs> yep. After... You watch as the endings of a civil war coup and your enraged villager friends getting a bit of retribution, some revenge for their destroyed towns. You all return with a hefty haul back to Brinchanda. And Donovan, I'd like you just to quickly roll a D100 for me, please. Sounds good. Um, I'm going to ask if anybody brought through a, uh, a platinum hookah. <laughs> 42. 42. Okay, thank you. Um. <laughs> but yeah, you ask about the hookah. No one's really heard of it. Oh. Well, they're going to have to walk all the way back to town, so. I mean, I'm sure the story of the uh, Platinum Hookah is going to spread very quickly with every town around decimated, <laughs> so we'll be able yeah. to find out who had it at some point. Um. Right. I'll, t- I'll just tell Indra, oh, that was donated to Ten Towns, so. If you want it. I... I will keep an eye on it for you. Let everyone in Ten Towns know that it belongs to all of them. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to try and create a riot in my street fight. (laughs) He's very good at it. Well, I will... um... Out. Or just let the guy go. I mean, well, it's going to be hard to sell it. That kind of thing here, when you know uh, everybody's broken, destroyed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, should not be too out of fun unless they make their way south and start a new life for themselves, whoever they are. All right. So, as you all head back. Unless there's something else. You all head nope. back to Brinchander. 
once more before embarking on what may be the last adventure for this group. That is where we're going to end today. We did not use the emergency seal, so I'm just going to suggest that we let this one carry over. Absolutely. It's going to drop the Frost Maiden in a box. It's okay. Yep. I thought about asking, how small can a Durgar get? (laughs) (laughs) Well, unfortunately, they're not an item. We have this conversation every time this card comes up because somebody always wants to put like a party <laughs> member in it. Mm-hmm. We have to be like... <laughs> Actually, yeah, that should say object because object is the word that... Mm-hmm. Technical word, yeah. ...is used. Okay. Well then, friends, that is the last Ram the Frostmane for December. <gasps> Back in January... For two more episodes to wrap this shiznips up, um, just to for you all to start thinking about it, I'm going to make you level nine, so that way you don't die. In while we punch a god, while you go punch a god, <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna gain two more levels. Decide what you want to do with that. Right, level a bard. Here we come. <laughs> Yep. Um, if anyone has an idea right now of they're going to continue doing whatever they're doing, they can roll their health now or just think about it in the interim. Um, yeah, level nine. That's going to be fun. Um, yeah. You guys got a hefty haul. I'll send you the whole list of that shiznips later. And yeah. Cool. Thank cool. you all so much for joining yeah. us. Yeah. Um, for for today, we will be back on January first, seventh, January seventh, eighth, eighth. Oh, eighth. Thank you, eighth. Yes, eighth. We will be back on January. Oh wait, no, no, I'm gone. Is that the first? Um, my calendar said the first and the fifteenth for January. Okay, yes, the calendar at the studio says we're playing next week, so I don't know what's true anymore. We'll discuss. Um, <laughs> we'll let you know. Remember, Get in I our Discord for the first, but yeah. we will, we will, we will talk about that as a group. Yeah. But we have two more episodes of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden before. At some point. At yeah. some point, we'll make that yeah. happen for you all. Excellent. So thank you all so much for joining us. We'll be back here at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Down Darker Trails. We'll be back in studio on Monday for Swords and Sages. Um, And yeah, again, keep an eye out on the Discord. We'll let you know when we basically go take a break. Um, Check us out on YouTube. We're about to post some it, some board game playthroughs that me, Thomas, and Tiana did very recently, aka yesterday. And um, yeah, keep an eye out for all that content as well as on Patreon. We will be very grateful if you joined us there. Yeah, thank you all for those who donate cards, Leslie and NGC four five seven, as well as our raid from Sky McSparkle. Something Thank McSparkle, you. Sky McSparkle. Excellent. Anyway, thank you so much, and we will see you all 
in January. Have a happy new year and happy holidays. Until next time, friends, stay safe, stay healthy, and say hi to hopefully a Titan Media Collective member that we raid right oh, now. Yes. So thank you guys. Thank you for listening to Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frostmaiden podcast here on the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed what you heard, please head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash questandchaos and join the chaos. There are four awesome tiers over there for you to join, and three of them lets you influence the story by giving inspiration. But all four of them gain you entry into the Guild of the Five E's. That is our brand new shared world building storyline that we are creating for 2021. And we would love to have you be a part of it. And we'll see you live on Twitch, later on YouTube, and finally on podcast. Thank you all for being part of this awesome community. And we hope to see you adventuring soon. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. I want to take a moment and thank our patrons, especially our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tomagatora. And of course, we can't forget our inspiring middle management, Lady Bedivere, Ben Soslowski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Ted Danson, Jen, Seth Jones, and our inspired patrons, Adam Andreas, Garrett, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. We, of course, also have a fantastic number of guild members that help keep us going. If you want to support us, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos.